0: Hey guys and welcome to the latest episode of Playcast, the gaming podcast from the awarding team at JumpCot Online. Uh, this week I'm joined by Kyle once again, how are you?
1: I'm great, thanks for having me again, that's three in a row, people are getting sick of me.
2: are becoming a veteran. <laughs> <laughs> and we're also joined by Aaron, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you for having me on.
0: Yeah, it's a pleasure. I mean, because you're new to the podcast today, do you want to just tell the audience who you are a
2: bit about yourself? um oh good questions here um (laughs) my name is aaron bain i'm a film and games journalist i suppose i've been trying to convince the world that i'm worth being paid for over the last (laughs) year i suppose uh i yeah i do a a kind of range of things i started doing a, a film podcast earlier this year it's something i've been wanting to do for a while i'm gonna hit out with a wee plug here it's called the film aspect check it out guys um Secondly, uh, I do some gaming videos for BBC The Social sometimes, um, which is fun to a degree until I see the thumbnail that they do for me, which is often <laughs> really, really dodgy. The hairlines have never been great in those thumbnails. I don't know what they're, <laughs> what they're playing at with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that that's that's kind of the gist of it, I suppose. I, I just I do stuff on games. I've had a couple, of, a couple of articles out on your website as well, which has been really you good, have uh, good really like good as well to write as well I really enjoyed doing that uh, so yeah that that's me and also hire me if you've heard if someone's listening I'm I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really for doing stuff about games and film uh, so yeah that's, that's me <laughs> there you go that's your audio CV well yeah. done <laughs> <laughs> I'll be expecting an influx of like emails coming in now just yeah. being like this guy we need him. We we saw the thumbnail and we need you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I just uh, we've been trying to get this podcast going for a few weeks. Yeah. schedules and work and whatnot. But yeah, we're just here to talk about two games today: mm. Watch Dogs Legion, which I believe is now available on the PS5. Um, it's a game. We'll get into it. <laughs> <laughs> it is certainly a video and game. What's which is a uh, a better game? <laughs>
1: yeah, but by uh, yeah, how who much
0: wants to kick it off? <laughs> Ooh, by how much? Ooh, yes. Who uh, knows? Um, we'll save, We'll save it. We'll get into that. <laughs> uh, you you
1: can kick it off since I did the review for this site. So I want to hear everyone else's opinion before I, you know, regurgitate mine because I'm curious what everybody else thinks of Watchdogs.
0: Yeah, no no problem. So, seeing as you're our guest today, Aaron, do you want to kick it off? What are you thinking so far on Watch Dogs Legion?
2: Well, when I started playing it, I think I was really quite impressed. Uh, I think that you have that, that sort of set in a place that you've been before will really send you... Like give you a lot more entertainment value than is actually there because you're like oh i've visited this place before and like my, my girlfriend used to live <laughs> down in london so i would go in and i was like that's where her flat used to be and this is where she worked so like on that in those kind of terms i think for the first five hours or so i was thinking this is such a cool idea and it was something like as soon as they advertised it like way back whenever it was it it caught my interest and i was thinking that nah, could be really cool i did get some no man's sky vibes from it, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. Seems maybe a wee bit too ambitious for the game itself. Um, but yeah, I mean, the longer I went on to so, so I, I, according to my wee PlayStation timer thing, it says I've taken, I've played about forty four hours of it, and by the time I finished Just with it, wow, I was Jesus like, Jesus Christ! I was like, <laughs> this is this is not a fun game, and I <laughs> really really disliked it by then. To be honest, um, I'm not actually sure. Like there was credits, but then there was an additional mission at the end, and I was just like, I don't care. Yeah, I I'm didn't d- play I'm... that. I was, at that point, you fuck this, I'm done. Yeah. So <laughs> generally, pretty negative towards the end, to be honest. Uh, what about yourself? Um, I'm not as negative yet. I've only put about <laughs> eleven or twelve hours
0: into it, so I've not finished the the story yet. Um, and I've not tried the PS5 upgrade, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of mixed on it. I had the kind of initial reaction you did where I kind of had the novelty of like, yeah, I've been here. I've been on this street. I've been to the train station on this street, blah, blah, blah. And then I kind of got more and more into it. It's like, is this the same gameplay loop for the rest of the game? Is it really Mm -hmm. just this? And then the more I play it's like, yeah, it's literally just this.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it really tries to stand on its premise alone with this whole, like, plays anyone thing. And I don't think it does anything else to warrant playing it that much yeah it's
0: it's funny as well because you mentioned like the ambition of the game and like i thought the same thing it's the ideas are there and i think they were touting it as like a truly like quote unquote next gen experience Mm -hmm. and then it obviously launched on the ps4 first it's no it's i don't know i feel like they have tried to put too many eggs in one basket
1: but what's strange as well is um this like i don't think this feels next gen but assassin's creed valhalla from what i've played does feel next gen and obviously they're both ubisoft titles and mm-hmm. it's just strange mm. that there's that much of a disparity between them like Watch watchdogs looks like a i mean it looks good but you know even just the way it handles and as i mentioned this review the performance for me i mean i played it on the pc and i've mm-hmm. got like a kind of i got a 1660 super so that's like mid-range graphics card but i was able to put pretty much like high settings and stuff like that and no matter what settings I played it on, there was crashes constantly, took forever to load no matter what I was doing, loads of issues like that. But uh, I have pretty much the same first impressions used. I thought, oh my God, it's London. This will be cool. I want to drive about, see what locations are like. And a lot of it's pretty accurate. So if you've been to London, you can be like, if I go around here, this should take me to here. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. But then, as you said, it plays all of its cards within the first half an hour. So like, This is what you're going to be doing for the next, you know, 15 hours at least if you want to just do the story missions and nothing's ever introduced to like change it up at any point Yeah. so it just gets boring
2: fast um, <laughs> What I wanted to touch on really quickly before I forget about this is in terms of its setting with London the one thing that I did enjoy throughout the whole thing, this might sound really stupid but was the layout of the roads because see when you have games like say Watch Dogs 2 for example set in San Francisco it's very like grid like road so it's just straight turn left and turn Mm. right and that can be quite boring and when you go (laughs) into the 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 car chases and this you've got roundabouts and like weaving streets that actually i enjoyed that a wee bit more than i thought i would like these are the kind of layout of roads that i recognize rather than the just bog standard foot straight down in the gas and go you know 200 miles an hour down this city street so that that was just it was it was in my mind there, and I was like, I'm going to forget about this as soon as this little bit of the conversation's done. So had to be mentioned. The roads, good good work. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, um, I'm a bit like mixed on the kind of setting of it because while London in, in concept is really cool, I don't know if they capitalize on it to its full extent. Like, as an open world yeah like i don't think it feels as alive as maybe they think it does and uh, i know it's watchdog so it's not really all about side activities and whatnot but i feel like there should be at least some things you can go and do when you're not doing the main gameplay loop
2: yeah i don't know it, but it
0: you can drink and play
2: darts that's it <laughs> oh i know i know that th- when you have an open world game as well like the whole point is having a setting that's interesting enough that you want to go and explore it and deviate from the main missions and i don't really think i ever done that i went on the london eye once and then i was stuck on the london eye for about yeah i did that. 10 <laughs> minutes as it went round. And i was like what <laughs> like that that's it all i can do is now i can just see london but from higher which it, it was so i find it really really boring and i think they went to places like they kept going on in the market and about like the camden market because you get like graffiti in the walls and all this kind of stuff you know like yeah it looks nice but all that's there is two vendors selling cheap. Treat- Knock off, like I love the UK (laughs) t-shirts, and like that—that's not interesting to me. Like that's not going to make me want. Pretty accurate though. (laughs) Just, just the two guys. (laughs) um But, I compared to some of some of Ubisoft's other stuff. Um, I've not actually touched Assassin's Creed Valhalla yet, although I do have it. Um, it just—it was just wasn't really the kind of world that was worth staying in for all that long. It came. Yeah. Like a dull mesh of buildings after the first ten hours, I think.
1: It's strange because usually I'm trying to think like when an open world game sets themselves in a the, you know, a major location or something. Like even in Assassin's Creed games, regardless where they're set, usually if there's landmarks, there'll be an interesting mission around that landmark. Mm-hmm. Like I remember in Assassin's Creed uh, two or Brotherhood or something. You go to like the Colosseum, stuff like that, and they try and have like a creative mission, even like thinking of spider-man you go to you know grand central station and there's a great set piece in there and that is in watchdogs you go to places like um the shard and you go to tower bridge but it just feels like a husk that it doesn't feel like you're there it just mm-hmm. feels like you're doing the same mission you could do in any like you go to king's cross at one point i was like, oh my god this would be so cool because i've been to king cross quite a lot and just, you just feel nothing i don't know i don't know if it's the gameplay look because the gameplay is just kind of so you know you kind of just get into the motion of it Mm-hmm. Which, again, yeah. like, I think we said this when we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, is that at it, it points you feel yourself getting into it because it's this kind of repetitive gameplay loop and it becomes quite therapeutic because you just know what you're doing. But then also it's like, I'm just using the spider bot to do everything. And there's like no consequences. I, I didn't put on permadeath mode. I wish I did. And I can't right. believe you can't turn it on during well, the game. Yeah, really? like, Can you really, not? You, 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 can't turn, you can turn it off, but you can't turn it back on so that's stupid. I don't understand. I was like, because I was like halfway through, I was like, this is too easy. I want, when somebody dies, I can't use them again. And it's like, no, they just go for half an hour. It's like, why? It's uh, just, that's, yeah. it doesn't make sense. And then in Assassin's Creed, you can change, if you want to play as the female character, you can change that. So it's like, why is, like, one area of Ubisoft making the right decisions and making these quality of life improvements and the other side's doing this?
2: Mm-hmm. The permadeath was like a major point of my enjoyment, I think, through. At, like when you start to get better characters mm-hmm. like it's i'm assuming this is what i'm wondering about the variety because so my main guy essentially like i get a spy who's got an invisible car and a silent yeah, pistol too. he was that's my me guy. too <laughs> that's yeah, the guy yeah, exactly yeah. that's the guy you're gonna use because you know he's he just it's just handy whereas uh, there's just no i didn't feel like the variety in them but then when he died um i was like actually i was like shouting at the tv i can't believe this has just happened <laughs> 40 minutes later <laughs> oh look here's a guy the exact same except he's got blonde hair this time it yeah just,
3: it,
1: uh... they could have made it even if they added like a you know it reminds me of you know a game like XCOM where you can really customize everyone in mm-hmm. your team and when they die you you know you're like fuck like, i wish they didn't die because you've given them a name of somebody you know and you made them look like it but mm-hmm. even if i had permadeath mode on it probably would have frustrated me more so let's say if my spy character died It's like right now i'm just gonna have to go scan people and get somebody i don't care about or do one of the suggested ones that the knockoff weekly gives me. So like, I I just I don't know, and then another problem I have with it, I, I didn't find the game difficult until the last couple of hours yeah. when every mission becomes wave after wave of drones mm-hmm. and a lot of your characters, if you've went for a stealth approach, like it seems like we've went for with our spies, they're not equipped to deal with this, but you don't get told before a mission, you know, it's not like Metal Gear Solid 5 it's like, this is your mission, this is what you're going to come up against, so prepare for that, it's just I don't know. Something might happen. Good luck.
2: That was the biggest, (laughs) the biggest thing I think they missed the mark on was if you're going to play it like we have different characters with different skills and abilities, then design your missions around it. Like I thought it was going to be like you're saying with Metal Gear Solid. Here's a mission, and you go right. Well, which person would be the best for this? But it's Mm -hmm. it's you don't find out what kind of mission it is until you're in the mission, and it's too late. But then in the end, they all went. You know, they were all pretty much the same after a certain point so like it at that point like we're saying we were just using the spies we've all been using the spies pretty much it just kind of it, it makes the whole team thing seem a bit pointless to be honest because yeah you have a guy that can hack drones but there's drones everywhere so yeah. you can you can just scan one and, and hack it like that you've got you know a getaway driver which is handy but there's so many cars all, all around you all the time you can usually find a fast one pretty quickly or at least I would just run away for a bit until I found the one that I was looking for. And it just made a lot of the characters seem a bit pointless. Even the uh, the uniform thing didn't... Yeah, I never used that, that outside
1: much. of the yeah, mission. I, never, that it I used it the...
0: once when it was mandatory. <laughs> but yeah.
1: they introduced that so late as well. That's like the last quarter of the game. And like, Oh, sneaking into Tower of London using this uniform. It's like, okay, why was there no other instances that this it could have so i don't want to keep going on like sam speak but it's like it would have been so That's much better if they were like okay you need to get into the tower of london figure out how to do it not yeah you know, again it's like get somebody who works there then sneak in it's like it'd been so much better if it gave you these options that like you could go in guns blazing with one of your characters that you know has got a lot of health and a lot of guns or you can recruit somebody but it's just it doesn't ever want to commit to its ideas
2: yeah I
0: just feel like with the the character mode as well, like the idea of having different people to play as they really kind of shot themselves in the foot by making like the spying hitman characters the most appealing. Mm-hmm. Like there's no incentive to play as like the construction worker or the musician or whatever because... It's just boring to players where mm. you're just automatically going to gravitate. It's like, here's budget John Wick that we put into the game. You can yeah. now do Carter and run around and shoot people. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's so
1: true. Say, yeah, Are you going to pick somebody who has invisibility cloak, car, can disable people's vehicles as a silenced you know, weapon, or a construction worker who has a wrench? Is that, and what's the balance <laughs> here, like, other than the construction worker can sneak into construction sites, which I don't think I've ever had to do in the entire game?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys miss having... Oh, sorry, on you go. No, no, go on. Go on. I was just going to say if you guys missed having a central protagonist.
0: Yes. Yeah, 100%. I did. I've I've actually got that in my notes because I was thinking, like, Marcus in the last game was quite a likable protagonist. Mm -hmm. It it did feel a bit odd when you were killing people as him, though, because he felt like the kind of person who won't really mask a, mm-hmm. like, wave after wave of security guards yeah. and I know they try and make it like oh let's use non-lethal attacks like Metal Gear but it, it again it, it doesn't really commit to it and I think they try and do the same thing in this game like you've got the tranquilizer pistol but here's an upgrade so you can have a shotgun that blows people
3: away Yeah,
0: <laughs> it really never commits to that approach I tried to be like I was like okay, I made sense
1: I was like Dead sick wouldn't kill people so I'll play it sneaky and by then I was like you know what fuck this I just bringing out an LMG <laughs> like, if you get in the way this isn't my fault anymore it's like the games made it so it's, it's again oh. keep going back to mgs like you can play that game and not kill anyone you, like in this i feel like you've not got a choice
2: yeah, they, they also don't really change up the gameplay for someone that that does play stealthy or non-lethal because actually this was one of the videos that i'm currently working on with the 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 social was about Watch Dogs 2 because that was the first game when i was playing as a guy and you're just like it just doesn't feel right that this guy would be going hitting headshots every two seconds when he's supposed to be this <laughs> young nice hacker guy um and i like that the when it, you decided to go non-lethal in Watch Dogs 2 it felt a wee bit more difficult to get through levels because you're usually um i don't know if i just never done this right but i only ever really had the stun pistol so it was a one-shot thing so basically yeah you're having to go really slow and you really can't be caught because if you're caught, then it just becomes really too too hard to to survive while playing non-lethally. Whereas in this game, they just replace it with the, you know, you have the stun pistol, and the stun shotgun, and then whatever else there is. But like, it just, you're just using two guns that have to do slightly less damage. So mm-hmm. it didn't really change the gameplay at all. Whereas like, well, I might as well just be killing people because this is just a slower... Duller version of what I would be doing if I was killing someone anyway, and then because you didn't have the central protagonist, I was just like, I don't know, maybe this guy, maybe this musician would kill people. Maybe he's fed up <laughs> in the streets <laughs> and he wants to take out all his frustration on these people. So it just it just removed me from the gameplay in that respect.
1: Yes, like how how far into the game? Maybe this was just me. Did, like when did you figure out that the spider bot is the most overpowered thing in the game and can do everything? I don't. No. Immediately. <laughs> yeah I don't know <laughs> if i
2: uh, used it all that much.
1: I think I used it the entire game because I was starting to get so bored. I was like, I literally, you could stand so far away from the oh. actual like restricted area, chuck your bot in from about two buildings away and just do it all <laughs> and then leave.
2: Yeah, yeah, I did actually do it. I thought you meant like, uh, as in like taking people out because I saw gameplay where it was like the spider bot would jump up and zap somebody in the face. Oh, I did I never, that to everyone as well. I never got that. I never upgraded or whatever it was I was supposed to do. But was that like a, an operator? Specific? About? Uh, no,
1: anyone can do it.
2: Uh, I just never done that then.
1: So I, I had you could make your spider bot uh, invisible and take people down. So you mm-hmm. could just clear out a room in a minute, and then let your guy or you know your character just walk in and then leave. I know it's like you could say like, oh well, don't play the game that way. It's like yeah, but when the gameplay is not fun to play any other way, and I want to, like, it was at the just point nice, I was like bro. I want to get through this quickly. I don't want to yeah. play that. Like you see, like you were saying when I got to that last mission, it was like oh no, we need to do something else. I was like, no, I don't. Game's turned off. <laughs> I've seen the story. I saw the credits. It's over.
2: I know. It was to go to see that last mission as well. This was also the highlight of how poor the whole setting was for this game because the last mission, not having spoilers or anything, is just to, to find the, the locations, different locations, so it'll have like a blurry or a glitched picture. And it's like, where's this in the map? And I was like, I do not know. i have no idea where that is i've never seen that in my life whereas like you know i'm playing spider-man now if they had done something like that i'd be like well i think that's at this place or like maybe just a different uh even watchdogs 2 kind of had that and it was like you would start to know like where things were but everything was just so samey that i just Mm -hmm. uh, i just had no idea i didn't ever properly just explore the place other than like yeah. endlessly walking through the streets spamming L1 to find somebody <laughs> better than the one I was already using but um no so I, I've i just I went in a wee bit of a tangent there about the last mission what were we used to, what were you talking about just before that there the, the just, spider just about
1: the spider ball but no you make a good point because I, like, I, I know it's a completely different game but I think it's a fair comparison like how like it's a whiplash playing spider-man back-to-back with this like how fun every aspect of oh, that yeah. game is traverse doesn't matter if you don't new york if you just want to go anywhere to go is fun all the entire city is detailed everywhere has like something to look at just like even gta which is getting older and older by the minute feels like a realer world than this i know that's rockstar they're like the biggest of the big but ubisoft aren't exactly a small time company this is yeah you know triple a gaming and it's just the world feels dead. Apart from like Sam said, you can do keepy uppies, but why would you do that?
2: <laughs> I I was very glad to see that I was at one point during this playthrough thinking I was going. I thought I was going to go for the platinum. I'm not a platinum player <laughs> at all, so I was just like, you know what, this is a game. And then I was playing that keepy uppy thing, and I was going insane. And then when I got the trophy for it, <laughs> I was very glad to see you only had to get the trophy for like the first like five. Targets no, that's good then. everything after that didn't matter, and I was like, "Well, I am, I'm, I'm not touching this again, because it's, it's just insanely <laughs> annoying and way too hard." I thought, but that's just me.
0: I don't know about you guys, but how many times it takes you to get annoyed with um the same situation when you recruit someone? Oh my god, you're dead sick! <laughs> it's always the same voice. Oh my god, you're dead sick, and it
1: doesn't matter who <laughs> they are.
2: Like... I, I didn't. The thing I didn't get about this whole dead sick thing, right? So the beginning of the game the 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 buildings of parliament or whatever is blown up and that's like the whole inciting in- incident of this game where they go dead sec blew it up why then like i never got the sense that dead sec where like the public never believed that dead sec did that at any point yeah. so because you're going up to people there was never any point like the public you know eventually you build up to the point when you liberate sex uh, sectors they'll start attacking the other guards and the the, you know like uprising we're not going to be oppressed anymore but then there was never the opposite of that when oh people noticed that you were dead tech, so you would be they would attack you because you're supposed to be like you were branded terrorist at the beginning of the game there was no ramifications for that and you're also posting pit uh, like big posters over the side of skyscrapers (laughs) being like we will not back down and all this you know if you're getting branded as a terrorist i'm pretty sure that's coming across the wrong way yeah at the start of the game everybody's pretty keen that. to join DeadSec. i yeah, know <laughs> yeah, exactly. no
1: convincing The way be like oh go and pick up my laptop and like, here you go
2: oh wow, <laughs> i'll join I, I, and that, that's a guy who also dislikes DeadSec sick as well people just be like, i mm-hmm. oh, "Mate, dame are shopping for me oh yes you know what i'm committed <laughs> to the cause it's
1: <laughs> yeah it's like thinking death stranding when you had to convince people to join you know the mm. network you have to do it you have to do mm. some hard graph to get that <laughs> yeah you network to grind join. that yeah well like you have to Deliver, like, you know, you have to make sure this family reunited, you have to deliver pizza, you felt something, didn't just drive a couple mm-hmm. blocks and do something. I know, like, okay, I'm comparing Death Stranding to Watch Dogs, what am I doing? But <laughs> just, I don't know, open world game. I'm just like, I don't know, I know Death Stranding got a lot of slack for being like a, you know, empty open world game, but I felt a hell of a lot more invested at every moment of Death Stranding. Than I did too. for a second in that It
2: felt more real as well, like the setting, whereas, like, I just never got the sense that that london was alive and i felt that with san francisco and watchdogs 2 mm-hmm. greece and assassin's creed odyssey egypt and assassin's creed origins and then it looks to be the case in assassin's creed valhalla <laughs> not to just ram on about assassin's creed all the time That's but not, as an ubisoft a game, uh, game they can they've done good open worlds before in the past but they just it just uh, i felt so lackluster in this like they thought like i was saying before they just go the premise of plays anyone the the kind of hype of setting it in london and they were like yes that's it that's yeah th- that'll do um but no nah, i just it just wasn't did you also i just realized did you do the the storm's emission because i never got that no
0: i didn't no i never got that
2: well, i listened to I, on the radio <laughs> the, <laughs> that was the thing because I, I actually watched a clip when they released it and it was like storms he's with dead sec or whatever and he's debuting his new song and then i'm waiting for that in the game yeah but then his songs playing the entire <laughs> time on the radio so he's not debuting anything It's just been I mean, out the whole time I and i never see him
1: i was avoiding the side content if i'm being honest which i don't usually do usually when i'm playing a game i try and go like full in on it like again go assassin's creed i like to kind of clear out the map as i go uh-huh. but I like, the less i can i'm not even going to look out for side missions because i it just it wasn't like you said it wasn't interesting the world wasn't interesting to learn about it just felt very one-note. It was like, okay, we're oppressed. Dead sick will rise somehow. It's like, we've seen this done before so many times. It's just, you know, it's just the same old shit.
0: Did you ever feel like the NPC generator was really, like, weird
2: Sketchy with what it would match up? up?
0: <laughs> like, you get an eight to two year old woman, it's like, oh, you're with Dead Sick, fam. I want to join <laughs> up with you in it.
2: Also, like, somebody who maybe looked 40, but with the, the voice of a 90-year-old elderly woman. I got that quite a lot the same voice
1: yeah so it's like I had two spies who were kind of like um, my primary and not to spoil anything but there's a point that basically whoever you're playing as gets kind of taken off you for a sub like, like mm-hmm. period of time which happened to be the player that I, you know, the NPC I was using the whole time so I switched to my other spy the main spy I was using must have been one of the ones because I know most of the NPCs are is like voiced by an AI or something it's like a technology that gives them different voices and you know sounds better in different instances but the the main spy I was using Definitely had a voice actor, so when he was gone, I was left with this other spy who, no matter what the response, like if somebody said anything to him, he would just respond with, "Cool, I got this." Everything, it <laughs> Every, doesn't matter what situation. I, was like, I can't believe this. It didn't matter, and it was awful. I wish I recorded it.
2: Yeah, the, the voice acting is is weirdness. Like I know it's supposed. Did you just say there, like about the the AI thing? Yeah, and that just seems like a really cheap. Like I understand why you would, because it would be so expensive to record hundreds of individual people for all these different things but it just it created that real disconnect when you're talking about how marcus and watchdogs 2 was so much more likable and then you have somebody who's just like bland really bland like no expressions in their face the same voice for the other 10 members of your team which just doesn't help and then when you're saying about that as well with the um guy getting taken away I thought at that point in the game, I was like, see, this is the kind of stuff I would really like them to lean yep. into, where it's like, it's kind of forming your team, like your wee mini Dead Tech family, where you're like, oh no, Arthur's been taken, no, we need to go save him, or whatever oh, Arthur. Is, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, they never, again, they never played in that, so it's just like, I don't care about any of these people, because when you go back to your headquarters, and there's, you know, it's mobbed with, like, 20 folk are standing there on their phones. <laughs> Uh, and it, it kept saying, the just keep getting the the dialogue where it's like, uh, what was it the said? It was like, oh, I'm done, I'm done. Like every time I walked into the headquarters, like almost everyone kept saying that. But yeah. no, I'm
1: not. You know what I hate it. as well is when you switch to another character and they're not in a different part of the map; they're just right where you are. I hate it. You have to load the game. Yeah, it's like, why? Come on, it would be so much better if they were doing something. Like I, kind I don't like care what's up like five. yeah. Yeah, like do a GT5, if it's a thirty-second loading screen, fine, whatever. But have them doing, maybe have them on a mission, or like you switch them, you have to finish the mission they're doing. Stuff like, that. like as it stands, are just like you're saying, just sitting in that in the headquarter doing nothing.
2: Yeah, the I feel like this
0: game would be way better if it was like a spy-oriented game and not mm-hmm. around dead set. And I know that kind of defeats the point of like the Watchdogs franchise, but. Mm-hmm that gameplay style of doing gun Carter and being James Bond is, is fun in essence, just not in this game. <laughs> yeah, I think, a- yeah,
2: I think they need to, to do an assassin's creed in many ways where they just sort a of distance, distance themselves a wee bit from like the main storyline. I'm not, I don't know what the new game's like, but you know that where it's people keep saying, no, it's, it's only assassin's creed now by name. But mm-hmm. I think watchdogs kind of needs that where it's just like, you don't have to be these, you know, super hip, hacker guys, bunch of hacker bros (laughs) taking on the world, sticking it to the man, like it's very, I feel like it's getting a bit tired at this point you know when you're three entries I mean it
1: was tired from the first entry
2: (laughs) but I I just, it it needs something a wee bit else, and that, what do you think moving on, see like for Watch Dogs 4 do you think they're going to continue this this um, plays anyone premise
1: Um, that's a good question Probably. Yeah, it's a good question. Probably because now they've, like, kind of they, they hyped it up so much and it was, yeah. I mean every review you talk about has to mention it and it was, I mean, it's not even like it was a letdown, So I think that's it. Like, what did I expect? Like, this is probably, like, Ubisoft, a Watch Dogs game, control anyone. Is like, yeah, that's probably what I would have expected. But just, you know, because they obviously learned from Watch Dogs 1, because I can't remember the name of the protagonist, but everybody said how dull he was and he had no character, so then they fixed that with the second one made really like engaging charismatic character and then for the third one like okay we'll make everyone playable and then all the characters gone so when like like we just uh, sam mentioned ages ago a couple of weeks ago it's like you figured out who the bad guy is about three minutes in because there's a bit two voiced characters in the game so like, oh, it has to be one of them <laughs> but uh, i don't know i think the watch like i hate to say it, i think the watch Dogs franchise is pretty much dead i just can't see it I, I mean for me i know people really like do enjoy it it's a game because it's hard not to recommend like on a really good sale like yeah 15 pound pick it up you'll probably have some fun with it but it's like you know i don't want to say a game's good if you wait for it to be marked down 40 pound so i feel yeah. like the new assassins good game it is worth full price because it's although it's bloated i've played that for five hours and i know it's not even shown me it was the same with odyssey because like we've all i think most of us played odyssey that so that game kept revealing new gameplay elements like 30 hours in watchdogs reveals them all within an, an hour
2: Yeah, it just. <laughs> I think even if it was on discount, I would recommend playing the second game over this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, me too. I'd much more. prefer the second game. Yeah, because even I, I went back into that. I was recording gameplay for that game, and even then, I found myself just kind of wandering about the city because I was like, "This is a far, far more like vibrant-looking place." And maybe it's just the color palette. Maybe it's just because it's set in the UK. Yeah, I think it, it looks drab. better as well. It does. I, I would say so because when you're flying in those infuriatingly slow cargo drones which is just <laughs> the worst. oh god but when you're flying about those and you look off into the different burrows or whatever it it doesn't look good it's just like blocks i, I think i was playing it on the ps4 pro i don't know if you played it on the ps5 any of you? i've just played it on no, pc oh not yet uh, your pc see because I, I just i was going to keep it because i saw that it was the free upgrade mm-hmm. ps5 but Games are well, expensive now, so I almost I did the buy this. Yeah, <laughs> I almost <laughs> did
1: buy it over Assassin's Creed, but I saw it was on Ubisoft Whoa. Play on the PCs. As I was like, right okay, my PC can run it. I'll play it on that, mm-hmm. and you know it meets the it meets like the required settings. So, and I know there are performance issues on every console, but yeah. like, I can't stress enough how many times this game crashed on PC. It was yeah. insane. That my, I need my favorite story, which I mentioned in review, because I just found it so funny. Was when I first recruited the spy. I did that mission, and I recruited them, and I said, right, that's done, save my game, quit. I came back on, I was playing as that spy, and my mission was to recruit the spy again, and I oh. couldn't get out of it. <laughs> I was right, I'll do it again. Came face to face with myself, and the game just completely <laughs> froze, and my computer bricked. I was like, that is the perfect encapsulation of this game. Just, it, didn't, it got so confused with what it wanted to do, and just gave up.
2: My best moment of this entire game was when I was absolutely wrecking the streets flying through crashing into everything i could not not like intentionally but i'm just a really bad driver in these games So i'm just smashing through everything all the people and then i hit one of my operators who just happened to be walking through that street and they ended up in the <laughs> hospital that was the funniest moment i had in the entire 40 hours i played just <laughs> knocking out old Karen, the the hairdresser or whatever it was hilarious that was you know that's props to <laughs> props to yourself for that one moment but Do you, I don't know if you guys yeah.
0: in, encountered this it's very random but um, it just came to my head for some reason if you go to Chinatown uh, for some reason uh, three flags on the sh- uh, three lines on a shirt that continuously plays no matter when, where you go when you come back to it it's always playing on the radio in that location <laughs> of the game
2: <laughs> I never even noticed like that was something else that I never I didn't like about the map in this see like if you're playing to go back to Assassin's Creed or Watchdogs Two, you're going in, you're like, this is a dodgier area of the map, or this is a rich area of the map. I didn't really get that with this at all. Like, I didn't really feel like I was in a different sector hmm. all that much. Yeah, I think there was one block of flats that I went to that I was like, ah, this is this is about as close as I've gotten to that. But it didn't it didn't have the diversity in it, and that's why when it came to that one with the locations, I was just like, I don't know, it's all the same to me. Did you have moments like that? you think it was diverse enough?
0: Um, Yeah, yeah. I feel the same way actually. I think that's in part to the setting as well, the kind of futuristic (laughs) setting of it. Everybody's got tech and self driving cars and stuff like that. So when you go into all these different boroughs, there isn't really this kind of like divide between like the working class and middle class on it. It all feels very same.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like a just, I said this in the review, but it comes across as like central two ish. But without the fun, because they're going for this, you know, this faction controls this area, so don't go there. I and mean, it's like, you just kind of go all over the map at any point, and everyone looks the same. You know, there's not, there's, I know it's like over the top in Saints Row, but it's not like people are dressed differently in different factions. You don't notice different enemies, it's, like, it's all just the same. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think, I think they really needed a bit more gameplay variety in terms of like the kind of missions, like you're saying with GTA V, going to try and hire a guy who, I don't know, is, is passed out drunk and wakes up in an alley like i think in the first game uh, in, the, in the second Watch Dogs, there was a mission early on where marcus wakes up and he's not got any like trousers on or anything so like he has to go <laughs> running through the street to then go to a shop to buy clothes something kind of like not exactly like that but you know that kind of weird funnier missions because there was times i think it was trying to be funny especially with bagley who didn't make me laugh once but i could tell they were trying to be like he's the funny thing in this game he's as, <laughs> he's as close to a protagonist as you get in this i think which i don't think is necessarily a, a good thing a shame. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> i quite like Bagley out of everyone like i found something like i wasn't laughing but uh, that's somewhat witty but then it tries to make you really care about yeah. that character I'm like right you've taken this too far now come on
2: there's a moment like... towards the end of the game where it was like the music's hamming up it's you know the the team are practically cracking through their their comms and i was just like is this is this over a computer operating system i'm but, not i'm not well <laughs> the
1: the there's these voice actors and actresses who are given a performance that's could that's then coupled up with your ai performance you know so mm. when i've got like i won't spoil it but it's am really emotional it's not emotional i don't want Fucking talking about, you know what I mean? It's pretending to be emotional. People are like, uh, you know what I mean? High emotions, melodramatic. And then I had that spy. I was like, no, don't do it. And it's like, what? It's like, is this insane? I was like, I'm not even trying to make fun of the accent. It's just insanity. Don't do it. That's literally what it was like. She's like, well, the person is like, oh, this is why I'm evil. Oh, I'm greeting and He's like, no, don't be like that.
2: And it's. <laughs> Like, oh my god I think the the moment that it really lost me was when you're standing on top of a very tall building, somebody says calls you something and is like we like to think of it more, it's watchdogs and it's like, <laughs> turn that game off I'm done with this oh, no. it's
1: like the, in the Fantastic Four the new one, there's like, Fantastic Four and they'll look at each other in the credits roll That's no. same vibes <laughs>
3: oh, I, go on I don't with mind that,
1: that sometimes the when do like
0: that, there's a moment it there's a moment in Miles Morales where, like, I won't spoil it, but there's like a very quote unquote Spider Man moment where they have that kind of dialogue. And it's like, yeah, this feels like wholesome AF right now. Yeah. And then the fact you've just said that they actually refer to themselves as watchdogs. Just, and yeah, it's like. My eyes
1: kind of roll further back into my head. Yeah, it's like you can get Spider Man, which is like this wholesome, really emotional story. Or you get the Suicide Squad, you know, <laughs>
0: take your pick we're some kind of watchdog.
3: <laughs>
0: brilliant oh man um i think that's as good a time as any to transition into yeah. cold war but final thoughts on on watchdogs legion thing hey, guys who wants to take that one um i don't know, like go on a huge tangent but it
1: just it worries me that if it ever comes out what beyond good and evil 2 is gonna end up being um because I was I, I was watching somebody play Beyond Good and Evil, day. I was like, I can't believe this is the same Ubisoft that made this. And obviously the team probably completely different, but it's like it just feels like a completely different company. That like Beyond Good and Evil is such a creative game that I, I I love that game. But if the second one comes out, and it's going to be oh, open world, go do stealth missions. I guess I'm like, You've, what a waste. So i don't know sort it out you'd be soft come on let's get this dealt with your assassin's creed's in a good direction so, um i think Watch Dogs maybe just needs to get like you said maybe it needs to get left for a couple of years or maybe just scrap it
2: yeah i i don't know i think there's there could be good to come out of this game i think it is a really interesting premise um and i think if they continue to go down this route maybe watch dogs four maybe even like if they went back to central protagonist for four which i imagine they might and if they came back if it came back for five and they went back to that uh, plays anyone like and really develop it and make it a bit more personable i think you could be onto like a really good formula for a for an open world game that stands out because there's just there just isn't enough variety you know we're all playing as the same characters we're all hearing the same voices it's not unique to you so it doesn't really like that's kind of was part of the appeal when they were advertising this. Like you're having your own story because you're playing with these certain characters. And like, no, you're not. It's just a set amount. So, yeah, I think maybe in the future, this this can count as like a step in the right direction for this franchise. But it was really, really, really dull for me. Uh, and I was, I was, the platinum goal, the platinum dream died so quickly for me when I just I was, uh, I couldn't. I couldn't be doing with it. The the drinking in the pubs and the darts was kind of the thing that ended it for me. Cuz I was just <laughs> I can't do this anymore. And they also have a really janky tracking system when it comes to how many missions you've done because they'll go you have to do 20 delivery missions for so this parcel fox thing. But it doesn't track it overall, it tracks it per character. So I was that's doing dumb. I done like 10 on one character and then I was like right I just need to do another 10 I done another 10 and it's like no I I think I ended up doing 40 or 50 by the time I realised you have to just use the one character which is really really stupid in my opinion
1: kind of defeats the purpose doesn't
2: it yeah like how. (laughs) plus there's no way to say which one you used there's no way to track like this is the guy you done the getaway stuff the, the delivery stuff with so yeah bit boring I think but who knows? Maybe something good will come out of it.
0: Yeah, I hope um it does bode well for the future of the franchise, but I am curious to see whether it does continue. Uh I don't know. <laughs> it's I I think it's a lot of half baked ideas on, on this occasion. Whereas whereas Watchdogs 2 definitely had some ideas that maybe weren't fulfilled to their like potential. It was still an enjoyable experience. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel that game was as grindy as this one. Whereas mm-hmm. this one's just very much rinse and repeat. Yeah, I think, <sighs> I, think I don't Watch know. Watch
2: Dogs Two knew what it wanted to be as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Whereas this one's just a wee bit, a wee bit too shy to go. We are this kind of game, because mm-hmm. in case too many people don't like it, I think you'll see that with the Assassin's Creed, how they've kind of gradually transformed into the RPG elements, rather than just going. We are a full fledged, fully fledged RPG now when they, they they changed from Origins to Odyssey to Val Valhalla, so Who who knows? Who knows?
0: Speaking of changing franchises though, <laughs> Call of Duty is re- is back again on its annual basis. That segue.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> With Black Ops Cold War. Um yeah, I uh, it's had many a title, has it's gone through its production at it one i think they even left in a logo in the game somebody found the other other day that said black ops 5 and then they, they know it's like oh we better take that out but yeah it's here and uh as uh expected of the call of duty community there's already people on twitter going dead game don't even like it not good i mean people still call fortnite a dead game and it's like the biggest game on the planet <laughs> <laughs> Pack it in. I, I, I just <laughs> love that Black Ops I well not just come out and it's literally just a dead game. No. It, don't like it.
2: Uh, you always get those guys, don't you? You gotta love them.
0: Oh dear. But, but yeah, um, who wants to go first on this one? Um, uh, I, I don't mind. I mean,
1: it's, it's certainly I'm, a Call of Duty game. Oh,
2: <laughs> you go, Kyle. All
1: right, okay, I'll, I'll take away. Um, the difficult thing with this COD and every COD is it's it's you know it just it's free packaging. Well, no, sorry, free things you're getting in one package and they do feel kind of disjointed in some ways and I, I touched upon this at the end of my review I I kind of wish Activision would allow people to purchase the parts they want to play because I'm at the point the only multiplayer I really care about is Warzone which is its own separate ent- entity from any Call of Duty game now until it gets integrated but it's still going to be its own separate game Um, multiplayer I just I'm take it or leave it with it I really don't enjoy it not even so it was hard for me to even Gauge the quality of the multiplayer, so maybe you might be better at kind of talking about that because I'm just kind of so done with that. You know, nothing's going to beat Modern Warfare 2 as far as I'm concerned. It's broken as it is, but I don't know. I just feel like it would be because I've got so many friends who really want to play zombies, but they're not going to pay sixty pound to play zombies. It's like I, even if they sold twenty pound per part, I could think that would be somewhat justifiable. Mm. So, but as a package, you know, you get a lot for what you're paying. If you're into Call of Duty, it's a good bang for your buck. The campaign. Is in parts ambitious. Um, won't go too long about the campaign. Cause I don't think everyone's played it, but it tries to do some changes with the campaign that really no Call of Duty is kind of done before. There's dialogue options. Um, it's not super in depth. It's and it's kind of weird, but you know the options there to say different things and get some different reactions. There's multiple endings. There's a like discoverable missions. You have to do kind of puzzles for. So on, on that front, I was like, you know, this is quite interesting. that Treyarch have tried to actually spice up the campaign. While keeping it with that production value that like uh, Modern Warfare's production was, and, like, I mean the cutscenes and the CGI and that was so impressive, one of like the best looking games, and that continues here. It's a really impressively looking game on PS4 or PS5, but the campaign as well, it's good. Um, I don't think it commits to its ideas fully until c- too close to the end. And when I say that the campaign's about four hours long, which must rank as one of the shortest campaigns. Really? I, 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 for I'm me, sure. I I went through it in about four hours or so. So I went on YouTube and I was like. You know full campaign playthrough to check i wasn't going insane so like three hours 50 if you play through it in to end, which for i know cod campaigns are kind of famously short maybe that's skipping the two side missions which are pretty short anyway but that's pretty laughable um i don't remember modern warfare being that short and even if, if you're gonna have a campaign be that short that those four hours better be like amazing whereas really about an hour and a half of this is really strong and with a particular Ooh. mission being no, I, I know I'm on the unpopular side of the campaign. I wasn't too blown away by it, apart from that one mission. That you know, if you played it, you know what the mission is. Um, I won't drag on any because I think we'll probably have a long discussion about zombies. Because you know, we did a <laughs> podcast about it, zombies. Mode is the best it's been since Black Ops Three, maybe even before it. Um, but that's my general thoughts.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of I've not played too much of the campaign yet, but um, yeah, I am intrigued to see where it goes. Um, as you said, with the kind. Cam- spicing up the variety with the dialogue trees and the fact that you can somewhat create your own character, even though you never see what you look like or anything yeah. like that. It gives you the option, I guess. I mean, I've called my character Paul Blart. Why not? <laughs> Paul Bell Blart. Paul Bell Blart. Brilliant. There you go. Somebody on Twitter called theirs Taco Bell something. <laughs> <laughs> and it was amazing. Um, but yeah, campaign, I've not really touched on that much. The multiplayer, however, I know um, you kind of said that you don't work with that. I'm I'm finding myself actually really in- enjoying it. And I think that's in part to the pacing of it. It's very fast-paced compared to Modern Warfare. It's a bit more arcade with how the guns feel. I mean, I know they're trying to kind of compensate a little bit with the haptic feedback to try and give the guns a bit of weight and oomph to them, but very much arcade i I'm enjoying some of the other modes as well, like VIP Escort and stuff like that. Zombies, you know, I can gush about, as I have <laughs> been for the past couple of weeks. But yeah, on, on the whole so far, I'm enjoying it, but um, as I say, I've got to get a bit further into that campaign.
2: I feel like Cold War is in a bit of a weird position in terms of, like, Call of Duty games, just because it's one of the first ones, I suppose Modern Warfare kind of had this, but it's, like, starting that transition where Call of Duty games aren't just picked up for a year and then dumped after that. Like, Modern Warfare yeah. still seems to, like, is going to have a player base. And I wonder if that really factored in to, like, the big change in the gameplay. Because, like you were saying, this is really arcade in comparison. And I like it, I'm not good at it yet. I think I'm still trying to like transition to this newer style after playing Modern Warfare because Modern Warfare was probably my most played Call of Duty since since like Black Ops One or uh, Modern Warfare Two because I've I've it's never been like, <laughs> I've I've never been like a big Call of Duty guy. I'll, I'll yeah. usually have them. I think the only one I haven't played is Ghosts. Um, which you're is, not missing anything yeah, yeah, that. I was say. Say that. <laughs> but I I think with Modern Warfare, it just felt like ga- the gameplay felt like a real step up in comparison to the last one. It felt a wee bit more next gen, even though it was on the the previous gen consoles. But it just felt different in the campaign. I really enjoyed the campaign, and I think with the campaigns with Call of Duty, it's kind of like a sit down, play stupid action movie basically. Yeah. um And I don't I know like that is short to go just under four hours, but I don't necessarily have an issue with that because. I play the long games that I want, to, you know, the ones that are long are the ones I want to play Call of Duty. I don't want to play, like, a 20-hour Call of Duty campaign, to be honest. So, I I don't really have an issue with that. But in terms of the multiplayer, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I do like I don't think, I've, like, any of the maps, really, I don't think any of them have really stood out to me. It's like, this is super fun to play, and I think that's really highlighted the fact that they keep bringing uh, Nooktown back yeah. over and over <laughs> and over again like I enjoy that map but <laughs> it's clearly like one of the only pop it seems to be one of the only popular maps from from the black ops series um but the in terms of the haptic feedback and stuff like that I don't think I'm going to use it that much I think it's a-, a neat trick it's fun to try out but it also kind of slows you down I think you know it's all about split yeah. second decisions and if you're like trying to shoot somebody but your controller's like yeah but you're gonna have to really push to pull this. you know <laughs> you're really gonna have to go for it if you want to kill this guy and it, that that has led to a lot of death for me because i feel like I, I played a lot of the beta when it came out and i felt like i was way way better on that than i have ever been playing on the ps5 but um it's a, it's it's interesting i feel like it's stripped back as well zombies this is the first time i've been interested in zombies since Black Ops because me too everything post black ops 1 maybe black ops 2 it just seemed to be like here's this big maze and here's like you have to pull this lever but to pull that lever you have to shoot this guy and you have to twirl around (laughs) 62 times to do that and i hated stuff that i played one uh like one or two zombies games on black ops 3 with one of my mates and he was just like Right, I follow me. And he was just, like, running and sliding down this way and that way. And I was like, how would I ever know how to do any of this stuff? Where there was no... There wasn't really, like, a nook like you had in World at War. Where it was just, like, sit here, load up with your guns. You've got the good shit now. Fire away until you you're dead. You know, you're overrun. And I didn't... Never got the sense of that before that. But playing the new zombies... I've only played a couple of games so far. But it's way more approachable for me as someone as a kind of outsider to zombies as someone that didn't really delve into the lore or the easter eggs all that much i just want to shoot zombies that's all i'm there for and black ops cold war seems to be that a bit more and the way that it does its objectives is far more you know it'll just go ping in the map go over here and turn this thing on and i'm like cool i'll go and do that while i'm shooting zombies i don't need to you know be sitting there with a 10 inch thick textbook to, to figure <laughs> out what I'm supposed to do so it's it an it's an interesting COD um, what do you think of the new multiplayer modes?
1: Um,
3: I,
2: I like the escort and stuff
1: yeah, like that I, I'm, I don't know, I, my problem with COD when it introduces new multiplayer modes is it feels so forced and they can never I think that shows that you know, modes never stick past one game, you okay. know what I mean, Like I think Kill Confirmed came in more War and Warfare 3 and that's the only one that kind of stuck since but it's kind of like So, one that sticks in my mind is that World War 2 had that kind of rush mode, that's kind of like Battlefield, where you would wait, make your way through the map and like storm the yeah. beach. I remember that was, so oh, I hope they keep this. It was a really enjoyable mode. Scrap the next year, something else comes in. And it's, I just, you know, so I, t- I touched these modes for a wee bit. I'm like, you know, it's a nice diversion, but it just feels like CODs having to put these in so they can go, look, multiplayer's not right. the same. 10 game modes again. But then, which everyone only yeah. really ever yeah. wants to play. Everyone plays modes. that. Yeah. Aye. I say everyone wants to play. it And it's, you know, it's weird because I'm criticising the fact they're adding in content but it just <laughs> feels you know, I played the one that's um, it's basically Conquest from, uh, it was kind of like a mix between Russian and Conquest from Battlefield very yeah. kind of apparently so. I'm like, this just doesn't fit this gameplay style you know, because they give yeah. you like jet skis to get into the map quickly. So the map's not small, but it's also not that big that I feel like, in, you know, when you die in Battlefield it's like, shit, I need to get back in there and get a group and we need to travel so this it's like, okay, I'll hop on a ski for two seconds, get sniped, same, rinse, repeat. It just doesn't fit the Call of Duty style for me personally. Uh, touching off when you said about the haptics, uh, I don't think I would use the haptics online. You're probably right with that because it does definitely put you at a disadvantage. But on the other hand, I want this to be patched into Warzone as an option like immediately because yeah. I love it. It's the fact that um, Treyarch took the time to do it, I know it's probably because they've got that kind of collaboration with Sony. Sony probably asked them to do it. But the fact, you know, they they did it. For most guns, have a different feel from one another. Mm-hmm. It's super impressive to even show off to be like my dad. He's only game he plays is Call of Duty, and I showed him as it like, try and shoot a shotgun and that. He's like, holy shit, that's impressive. Even my girlfriend doesn't care about COD. Was that's mind blown. Which mm-hmm. you know, that's obviously like a praise to the controller more than anything. But I think just the it's fact a nice that inclusion.
2: even,
1: yeah, like t- exactly, and and it's an option as well. I like the fact the fact you can turn it on or off, and it's an inclusion. I think is just. And i hope that warzone does get a ps5 patch to have these inclusions i imagine it will um warzone's in a very weird place right now the season got extended for two weeks and they didn't tell anyone um, <laughs> really? but, like, yeah it just it, like, <laughs> I don't even know that <laughs> no yeah so like because obviously season seven or eight's coming up um and then the timer went down battle pass is ending and it's went two weeks and they've not said anything because usually by today the new update would be out but, there's nothing. So yeah, you're you were right when you saying Cod's in a very weird position right now. And I don't think they quite know what to do because Warzone. I don't think anyone expected Warzone to become the beast that it became. Yeah, and it's kind of overshadowing everything.
2: Is Cold War? Are they implementing the playstyle of Cold War into Warzone it's at all? It's
1: the same game engine, so Modern Warfare, thankfully, because I like that game engine. It's gonna it's gonna feel the same, but it's still. I think it's gonna. Change to like, and it's, you know, I don't know. That's what that's it's so confusing. That's what I mean. They don't know what to do with it. They're bringing in all the guns from Cold War. But it, yeah, how's that going to um, work? So you're going to have two MP5. Apparently,
0: apparently they've rebuilt all the guns from scratch to play on the modern warfare engine, as okay. opposed to the modified Cold War engine. Right. right okay. I think. So, so the, I think they're uh, still yeah, leaning okay. to use that rather
1: than Cold War. So you I won't think. have two MP5s then. So that makes sense. Because like, what you're going to have a shitter MP5 than one? Is it? How's <laughs> that going to work? But. I feel like it'd yeah.
2: be a bit of a disaster to take on the gameplay style from Cold War because you know people might like that, however, but I think mm-hmm. going by how popular Warzone is and how popular it's remained this year to then just you know there's nothing wrong with the gameplay in that game, I don't think, yeah so to then just go, oh, yeah, we're going to change it. I think that's going to piss a lot of people off to the point that I' just like, I can't play this anymore you know i'm I was a pro at Warzone and now I can't shoot for shit, so i'm 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 not playing this anymore, I think that is a possibility um but i'm also a bit of a hypocrite when it comes to like gameplay wise i start every new cod going like this gameplay is so much better than the last one i really like it i love how cold how fast cold war feels mm-hmm. and what, like i just said modern warfare i was kind of blown away by just how much just how much better it was going from what was the one before that i can't even remember
1: black ops 4 i think
2: i black ops 4 so i just i loved it so much but then you know flashback to about a month ago when i'm playing warzone and i'm just like i cannot stand this game sometimes (laughs) the way the gameplay is and i'm just like it it feels so slow in comparison after playing the beta as well so i was ready for like that faster gameplay style but i don't know if it would fit with warzone to be honest i'm not i'm not quite sure um, i don't
0: think it would no i think warzone (laughs) lends itself more to a bit more of a heavier sluggish feel Mm -hmm. because although you've got your kind of in person kind of like close quarters situations a lot of it is at distance picking people off and then moving into the circle whereas cold war seems to be very much run and gun rush people very fast sliding everywhere and and i don't think that would work at all in warzone
2: saying that though i would be interested to try it out because i'm more of a an apex player apex legends Mm. than than warzone when it comes to battle royales so i would i would be interested to try it out um but i just i think it would rub people the wrong way
1: yeah so warzone is the only battle i've like warzone's the last multiplayer game and battle royale game that i've put a substantial amount of time into. i've played that game way too much and i usually don't (laughs) i don't get in multiplayer games that much so i was happy that they came out and said like it's going to be on the same engine because I think Activision really need to capitalize on what they've got with Warzone because everyone was so worried they were just going to abandon it and be like, okay, here's Black Ops Warzone. It's like, I don't know if even they quite realize the magnitude of what they've got on their hands with Warzone. And they just really need to. Would it be the point that Infinity War just need to kind of call it quits with the yearly Call of Duties and just focus on Warzone? I
2: think that would be a good idea, to be honest. Because going by how popular Battle Royale is just through fortnite or apex legends or pubg or whatever if you take that premise which should probably kind of interest some people you know like i like the idea of battle royale but i've n- never really got into fortnite i've never really got in i've never actually tried pubg mm-hmm. and it, it, just because it doesn't really interest me but then if you go call of duty you're trying out a battle royale that makes sense that's something yeah. that people are going to go towards and i think it's probably it's got more of a chance of longevity than anything that they've they've made in the past because every year you know like i was saying, every game just gets dropped after the year usually and now they've got something in their hands that's extending the life of their previous entry which has never really happened because even locking locking um, what what did they call it before blackout and black ops 4 they said they were going to support
1: that and they abandoned it
2: yeah because they put it behind a paywall as well because the people that wanted to play you know Buy the whole game, and eventually, I think they did rectify that by offering it up as an individual thing.
1: But nobody wanted to play it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and it also wasn't really updated enough. I don't think because they were like, "Oh, we've added a boat to the edge of the map," which I went on like three times. Whereas, like Warzone seems to be consistently or a bit more consistently adding stuff, which is fun, which makes me go back to it time and time again as well. As someone that kind of dips in and out of games like that, um, so yeah, I don't really know. I mean, I'm talking a lot about modern warfare and warzone. <laughs> We're supposed to be talking <laughs> yeah. about cold war, <laughs> but I think it is. It's that's the thing. It's interesting because it's no longer just all right. Bye bye, modern warfare. Here's this new guy, cold war. Now it's like the two of them are standing side by side, which is something I don't think really happened before. No,
1: yeah, it's strange. Like the fact I'm playing cold war, I'm like right now I'm gonna go. I know it's warzone, but it still is labeled as modern, modern warfare, warfare yeah. warzone. So I imagine it's gonna change. The, is it gonna change to Black Ops uh, Warzone? That maybe mm-hmm. might be what they're doing but uh yeah i know i'm try- trying not to go about warzone too much but i think they did show with that halloween event as well that's like they do have a spark to do what Fortnite kind of do i don't want to you know start seeing like travis scott doing performances in the middle of you <laughs> why, know, not, you know, <laughs> why not man yeah and watch tin- you know the tinette trailer but it's like that halloween event <laughs> apart from the jump scares was really you know it was exciting and it's like okay, ex- there are points I'm like, okay i've played this 500 hours this this needs to stop but it's like you know what, if they do like a christmas event coming up i'll be right back in there
2: exactly that's the things that draw me back as well and like my friends are much the same where we'll all be really into warzone for like a couple of weeks or a month and then we'll just drop out and not play it for ages and then something mm. like this is what encourages us to come back but to go into cold war which we're supposed to be talking about <laughs> uh, but kind of keeping it related to that the bigger modes when it comes to uh, like just the standard multiplayer i despise them because i just like you're saying with just adding modes because we need new modes it was the same with ground war before on modern warfare i just it doesn't really make sense to me i don't play call of duty for these kind of games if i want that i'll buy battlefield because battlefield whatever you want to say about the previous entries i think they do it a lot better when it comes to large-scale combat over call of duty and i just i just don't think it it marries up the same so this armored what's it called the armored combat something like that i don't know yeah i only played it during the beta and i hated it so much because you know someone just sits up the top of a tank and they just blast the whole team and it just seems to me that no one's getting any hits in this thing no one's really approaching it whereas like battlefield if somebody rocks up with a tank you're probably going to die but it's not you have the equipment or some depending on your class have the equipment to then actually take it on and i'm the kind of person like if i'm running around i'm playing as a medic in battlefield and then a tank rocks up and i die i'll be like oh i'll quickly switch class to the assault and then i can have a chance of beating this thing whereas like i just never got that that vibe with cold war where it's just like somebody's in a tank they're just Gonna keep killing and keep killing until eventually, like the bullets. I, th- I think bullets do damage to the tank, don't they? Is is that the case? <laughs> I'm not sure. I can't even remember. <laughs> I've not played they it enough. If I'm honest. But like it, 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 just they'll sit there until somebody eventually, you know, goes for it. And that snowy map, I can't even remember the name of it. The one that's one of the bigger maps for that. It yeah. just, it just doesn't seem to have the layout where I can actually get close to this guy without him seeing me and just uh-huh. blasting <laughs> me away. So. I hate that that kind of stuff. Do you do you like the bigger modes?
0: I think the bigger modes depend on the maps. Does um, that map that's kind of like two big tankers in the middle of the ocean oh, that yeah. you can kind of yeah. go between? And I think I think that's quite fun. But the one that where it's like the ski resort mm-hmm. and it's like this huge mountain areas that you have to traverse that isn't fun. Mm-hmm. And I know you've got the snow skis that you can use, but it's it's push it's it's forcing you to try and make that map enjoyable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Whereas the kind of tank one just it it is what it is, and you've got your kind of organic kind of sniping points and choke points where you meet in the middle of the map. Mm-hmm. I I I always felt like the bigger kind of modes lent themselves more to Battlefield than Call of Duty, because mm-hmm. it's always been part of that that like franchise's DNA. Whereas okay. Call of Duty I feel, has always been more on the kind of focus of close quarters combat and very intense kind of one to one battles, mm-hmm. whereas Battlefield's always been kind of I don't know if a methodical is the right word, but more kind of based on distance fighting, and I, mean, I don't think that works in Call of Duty as well.
2: I didn't even think about. I completely forgot about that dirty bomb mode. I've
0: not even played
2: that much yet. It's an yeah. absolute. Uh, it's it's complete mayhem when you play that because it's essentially. I think it's a a take on plunder from from warzone so you have a larger map you're dropping in and you have these uranium bombs and you're going around chest collecting the the uranium or whatever and then you go to the bomb and you deposit it until it fills up and then you have to try and uh blow up the bomb so then it blows up and it eventually spreads like this kind of gas throughout the whole this radiation through the whole map until the whole thing's covered and then it resets and it's basically whoever's deposited the most uh Blowing up the bomb the most, they make their way up the, the player, you know, up the ranks. But it, it it's so weird, cause like once people have got into the bomb area, it's just like everyone's hounding down in one another, cause you're all just landing, cause you respawn. And as long as I think there's like a 10 second cool off period, if you die, and then twenty if your whole squad is wiped. So it's really really fast paced. Where just things are coming back and back in it feels like a really janky version of Warzone that they haven't really thought. Much through, so I'll be interested to see how it goes for Leon. Have you played it, Kyle?
1: I played like one or two games, and again, because I was playing with randomers, it wasn't like I had a squad to try out with, which you know, Warzone works usually because you've got a squad and you're having a laugh and you're cooperating or just screaming at each other like me. Whereas this, I was like, you know, I'm just <laughs> kind of dropping them with random, we're just dying. There's no, it's kind of this, you know, it's the same I have with other like battlefield and battlefront games like if you've not got a squad there playing yeah. squad based games is always going to just kind of be a disaster so i didn't you know i didn't really touch it that much to be honest um which maybe that's bad on my part to their review about touching all the mo- i mean i still played it for like half an hour but i was like yeah this is not for me whereas <laughs> but then none of the modes were for me it turned out because i'm not really into the <laughs> gameplay but yeah apart from zombies though because zombies is great as you said
2: you go. You went, you went to, i feel like he's our champion of yeah, the to get one of yeah <laughs> let's talk about zombies
1: let's talk about i just like you you mentioned which is like my number one praise about it is it caters to both fans it doesn't just cater to this crowd that were doing these easter eggs which were the most tedious like bullshit ever and i try one <laughs> i think the last one i tried properly was under rising track from black ops 3 i said like, okay it was cool to get the wonder weapon this arrow but it was like right, now go to simon says four times go get this to do this i'm like this is pointless and it's just to get a boss fight that if you die then oh well you tried whereas the easter egg in cold war is it doesn't it definitely doesn't tell you what to do like i think you still need to get up a guide but it's you can the guides near like 10 minutes and it's stuff i can remember it off by heart what to do mm-hmm. which there's no chance in hell that would have ever happened in any other and again it's an option because it's just fun to kill zombies in this like, i got to round 41 the other day no need to brag i don't know. i think i think it's quite an easy zombies map from what we've had in the past to be honest if you're playing it solos if you get the ray gun it's easy i just stopped because i got bored but it was you know for those like two and a half hours it was like, it was fun to just run about i don't think i'd like to camp in a corner because i think i'm past the days of their sitting on the catwalk but um like you said it's just fun to go around test out the different guns especially for me with the haptics see what gun felt like what test everything out get every gun upgraded the box gives you like legendary weapons regardless of what gun it is so there's more to the mystery box than just ray gun ray gun which is what you get to eventually but you're like okay i'll try this legendary lmg there's just so many quality of life improvements they've made with the mode that makes everything work better and i know like black ops 4 and world war 2 they kept trying to add stuff but all, ultimately those modes are just kind of detracted from zombies at the end of the day they were adding in stuff that just kind of taken away from it like, i'm glad to see gobblegums haven't come back now they've just introduced these shards which are actually fair upgrades which gives you a reason to progress you know the fact that there's stuff to unlock in yeah. zombies is awesome and I might, that will probably improve it like, because i was like okay i, I didn't there was at the point i was like oh, i've played it i stumbled like, oh i want to play until i can use the chopper gunner which is like the most insane thing ever it's so good <laughs> but uh you know what take it away sam
0: <laughs> I-, I think zombies out of all the things in cold wars is the mode with the most quality of life improvements i feel like they've really focused on it and refined it like there's the little things like now when you use a mystery box if you don't if you drop that weapon because you don't want it somebody else can pick it up which is helpful if somebody's just spawned back in and they ain't got a gun um the fact you'd have to turn the power on to have the perks now there's the vending machine as well on top of the map which i think is amazing yep. that's the fact you can just go and buy all the perks from one thing and like um, Aaron was saying with the like the actual objective of the map, it's easy. It's just go there, turn the power on, get the Pack-a-Punch part, and then you're away. And if you want to do the Easter egg, you can. If not, you can just play it as a normal zombies mode, which is what I've been crying out for for the past like 10 years with Call of Duty. <laughs> it doesn't let me shoot zombies in a map that's easy to navigate, and you can just have fun, whereas Black Ops 3, like we said in the other podcast, um, with Shadows of Evil... It's like spawn into the map, then change into a spirit thing and shoot electricity at this power thing and then move there and do this and that. And I feel like all the zombies maps since then have just been so focused on anything but the core gameplay the core gameplay loop and now zombies is just it's come back full circle and it like literally has because the map is based on the first ever map as well. It's it's finally come back to that core gameplay loop of just have fun. I still have the ray gun though, I'm viewing about that
1: gotta get it it's insane oh, I <laughs> I keep eight thousand damage when you fully max it up oh. which is again i love stuff like that that like to know how much damage you're doing because i mean when i saw the trailer i was like i do not like those health bars i was like get that out
2: i was about to ask about but that and
1: you okay. can you can turn it off as well so again like they give you the option so you can customize it but it's just really cool to know because when in, i'm thinking back to like black Ops one you just had to you got to a point like right my gun's doing nothing and which was a problem kind of with zombies as a concept inherently because unless you were doing like a really sweaty tactic sitting in a corner where zombies couldn't get here you, you had this you know this run where you could just do training and it would take an hour to get through one round it's like your guns eventually hit a point where there's no you can't do any more damage so it's nice in this game they've kind of addressed that. It's like yeah you can pack once your gun three times you can add on whatever type of bullet you want to put onto it so there's not really a point where you feel like you're so overwhelmed that it's getting boring. Yeah, Can it always stays satisfying.
0: I like the fact with the packer punch as well. And not only can you upgrade the gun and the ammo type, you can actually upgrade the damage tier as well mm-hmm. on the armor station. I think that's a really cool like implementation for that. Because, and it also adds it to both guns. You don't have to purchase it twice. Because um, I was like went. I had the RPG for some reason. I had, I had a packer punch twice just to see <laughs> what it would be like. And was it then good? I, I went. To, yeah, it was actually quite good. It's useful to an extent against the Megaton enemies, but then again, the most powerful gun I've, I've found so far, other than the ray gun, is that shotgun. If you just upgrade the hell out of it, yeah. it does insane damage. I just, I'm really impressed with just all the little implementations they've done. Even little things, just bringing back. If you lay down in front of a perk machine, you can get the 200 change. They brought back that from. Oh, I have the they? Other... I've
1: not tried that yet.
2: Yeah, yeah, they brought that back. Damn. <laughs> see i also like see all these wee things being added like as someone when when you were talking about what were they called the gobble gum is that what you're saying mm, I, yeah i never bothered with that stuff at all like i just i i'm the kind of person that will play something like the witcher 3 and not bother with potions because i'm that kind of horrible yeah. gamer but <laughs> um with this it's like adding all these things but it's so simplistic it's so streamlined where it's just like i look you know, I was figuring all this upgrade stuff out as someone that basically not played Zombies properly since Black Ops. I'm I'm walking in, I'm going up to these machines and I'm kind of instantly picking up like, oh right, so this upgrades that and I can do it this amount of times and I can com- combine that with this. And it just, it came across so effortlessly to me and that's why now I'm sitting here going like, I would really like to play a game of Zombies. now. Whereas like before, um, I would play it once and just be like, Okay, I've had my fun. That's me. I'll just I'll just leave it now. So I I think, obviously, like you're saying, where it has the depth still there, if you want to really look into it, but it's also really approachable to to someone that just just wants to shoot endless hordes of zombies. Um, I did have some really bad lag playing this game, though. I don't know if yous had the same. I was playing on PS Five. We did
1: have a crash. Um, yeah, we Sam did. We Jeff had a full played, game crash, which was really. pretty gotten' because we were. We had three wonder weapons, and it was, it was out of control. Which, <laughs> which it almost did crash on me again the other day. The chopper gunner kind of seems to overwhelm it, mm-hmm. which is a bit of a shame. I, I think, like, I mean, I think it could probably be patched. Um, it just gets a bit out of control. I think for the game, especially when there's four people with wonder weapons or something, it goes. So that's annoying, especially when a game that you can can invest like hours into. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but I if think we were on that like round 25, weren't yeah, we as well? And, it, and we were preparing yeah, to
2: exfil. Yeah.
1: That was it. Yeah, we are going to Exfil, that was it, and then it just shit the bed. Like the, it seems to crash.
2: Do you like the X-film?
1: Uh, I really do. I, I, if first, I can do it, I've still yeah, not done it. <laughs> I did it yesterday with 0.1 seconds on the timer because I couldn't find the zombie to kill. But it kinda, again, that addresses an issue because we, we spoke about this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Zombies only goes as far as either you're willing to go or something your team's willing to go. So if your team's like, I need to go to bed, I'm shattered. It's like, oh, well, we're going down, it's dead. But it's like, it's literally a point you can go, right, let's call it quits and get some nice XP.
2: Now you can have, like, a a set goal. Yeah. Even another thing is to to consider, like, am I better just leaving now at round 25? Mm -hmm. Or will I make it to 35? Or whatever. It's five. uh, Yeah, it's every five rounds it comes in.
1: Because I got to round 35 and I gave my options. I was like, right, I'll go to round 40 because that's, you know. Good number to go for and as I'm getting bored so I was like I'll take the option almost failed which was annoying because I couldn't find <laughs> the zombie but it's like I mean even that it was intense because it, it chucks more zombies at you as well it chucks mm-hmm. everything at it doesn't just go like if you have one zombie it's not like you've done it it's like it chucks everything at you and like megatons coming and stuff. Yeah but yeah I really like that feature um I hope it hopefully it stays in
2: I like the, the 20 round mode as well.
1: See I've not tried that yet what's that it, like?
2: It basically I think it's scaled in a way that you're just jumping up so like one round is maybe five rounds in difficulty okay so like it really quickly becomes hard so the thing with that is you just you just really need to get on pack punching your weapons mm. because otherwise you know you wait two rounds you're already barely doing any damage so you need to move quickly but i, I enjoyed a wee bit more of a uh just like it ha- i know when it's going to end like, I know how far it's going to go, and I enjoy that a wee bit more, because I I do get a wee bit depressed sometimes when you, when you like you're saying, when you sink three hours into it or something like that, and then it finishes, and I'm just like, well, I, ca- I can't be bothered doing this again, <laughs> whereas this, you know, I start and I kind of know how, how long I'm going to be playing for, I know what my goal is, and I really, really like that. Yeah. Um, but i will just, i don't know how i can't remember i don't think i was that successful on that mode just because i think i tried that for my first time so obviously okay. going back and not really knowing where anything was or what to do and then it's like oh yeah you need to do all of this stuff in one round basically mm-hmm. that was a it. so like i was immediately getting completely swamped by all these zombies but i, I quite enjoyed it also like the the megaton thing because i wasn't i don't really remember too much about it but there was the big thing that kind of chased you in black ops 3 yeah it was called? like
1: a magwar or something like that the three-headed thing yeah the thing. big
0: shadow
2: of evil monster yeah. thing yeah I, see i feel like this is just a better like whereas that just felt like something chasing me and, and it annoyed i think it's just because it's so tense but it annoyed me as well at the same time whereas this is just like another zombie but it's just like a really big zombie and this is going to make me sound really really stupid and people like why you get this guy on talking about college eh?" (laughs) (laughs) but like that's that's how i feel about that kind of stuff because i'm just not that big a zombies player but all of the wee the wee steps that they've made has made this one where like it was almost one of the reasons i bought this game because I, i i saw the trailers i saw like the changes they were making and i was thinking this to me now looks like a, a fun time with my yeah. friends to play online
0: it was the main reason i bought the game <laughs> <laughs> i
2: i don't even it's not even this was the first call of duty that i just bought because i was like it's call of duty you know where yeah. I, i'm usually like a, a i'll wait and see with with the call of duty games because i'm not like super into them uh and it's a lot of it's down to just being able to play something with my friends because like i play a yeah. lot of games and all i most of my friends are very much like the fifa or cod types or i've got a few that are like super into overwatch which i never really got into that much so like there's a lot of games i don't get to play with my friends which i w- would really like to because like I, maybe i would have kept Watch Dogs legions if i had a few people that still had the game for the co-op patch that's coming out hmm. uh, in december but Call of Duty is that game that I can always just go to and like play with my brother or my pal or like a group of pals and like people I don't even speak to all that much, but that's the kind of game that's a really social event for me. So this was the first one after playing so much of Modern Warfare, I didn't even look into it too much. Like zombies enticed me, I played the beta and I was like, Yeah, whatever man and I just went for it. So I'm I'm wondering if I've made a mistake because I did also buy it digitally just because I was I was annoyed by how much I had to put the disc in. Uh, for Modern Warfare, and they sell for, like, pennies after the release date, pretty much. But um, I'm looking forward to getting into it.
0: Where do you, what do you think this means for the franchise going forward? Because I feel like, in recent years, it feels like, with the tone of the franchise, they've had to go back to go forward. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because they're getting um, away from the whole zipping and zapping about for Advanced Warfare yeah. and Infinite Warfare.
0: They've had to ground the franchise again, so I'm curious to see whether this kind of direction sticks and how they mm. take it forward Cause isn't it going to be if the cycle is the same as it is it'll be infinity ward again next with their installment so i'm curious to see that will it be a modern warfare 2 or will yeah. it be something else entirely it's difficult because the player base just keeps getting split up at this point which is was their excuse
1: they didn't want to make um modern warfare 2 remastered because they didn't want to split the player base but it's like yeah. you've already split it between modern warfare warzone and now black and ops war. and call of duty <laughs> mobile um you know so it's and it's going to just keep getting it depends i mean cold war could die in the coming months i think modern warfare even outside of Warzone, was kind of like an outlier that it, it, i think the fact they ditched the season pass would have helped helped with that tremendously as well mm-hmm. it was such a. I think god would have to deal with that anymore but just like the constant yeah. outflow of content every couple of months a reason to go back um in terms of the franchise i'm still I want a Modern Warfare two remastered more than anything. More purely just because I, I thought before they patched in the fucking you know microtransactions to COD four remastered. but um, like that was a really <laughs> good job they did with that before that hell. Um, it's yeah, I think they're in a tough situation. Like what? They're not going to reboot Ghosts, are they? Um, no. Finally find out what happens at the cliffhanger, of Ghosts all these years later. No spoilers, but, mate. <laughs> I <don't> know. <laughs> God, I'm chomping at the bit. So I don't know. I just don't know. It's i guess is it going to be modern warfare too? because the end of modern warfare did tease this kind of new world they were setting up for you know that the modern warfare and without spoiling it uh, cold war um this isn't at the end of anything so it's not a major sport but they kind of link in to that lore yeah, as well so I it's know like, what you're yeah getting yeah out. so it's a shared which is also cool i mean i don't i don't want to start seeing like the mcu of god <laughs> but I w- again that like that could be cool to have like th- this intertwining yeah. it's not just a new thing like I think COD have always been scared to have a continuing storyline. It's like you've got the same user base every year, you might as well just pop yeah. onto that shared universe thing.
0: I did feel at the end of Modern Warfare, they did kind of MCU it up, right? Like, yeah. With the assembly of the of the task force, it's like, oh, we've got this guy called Ghost, and there's other guy called Soap, and it's like, yeah, I know who they are. Let's see him. Let's see him.
1: Yeah, the instance in Cold War that I think you're all about is actually it's quite it's quite subtle as well. Like, if just if you know that character, it's like, okay, that's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I know. I know what you're on about. Yeah, like that was a cool moment. There isn't like a, yeah, this is. It's time to form a Black Ops, you know. That. <laughs> Actually, there was a wee bit of that, to be honest, I think. But, but yeah, maybe that, I think that is probably the direction you need to go. Just keep these two franchises going back to back. Keep Warzone its own thing. Warzone probably will die eventually. I think when they change the map, that's going to be a big point. Because it's going to get changed, I think. It's either, that's saying, I think they were planning to change the map in March. But part of me thinks they're going to bring that forward to December to coincide with Cold Wars. Uh, season starting, because mm. that's why I think this one got extended two weeks, so I'm just gonna transition them. And the map, it depends, if they go like Fortnite and change the map completely I think that might be quite a lot for people to take, because we've been playing it so long during lockdown as well like you just know this map yeah. inside and out. I would rather they just
0: change elements of it. You know, like, I guess it depends if they go the blackout approach, where they gave you the option to play the Alcatraz map, or the, yeah. or the normal map I think if they did that, it'd be a bit more accessible. But whether they just think that's the scrap for Dansk entirely and have this new setting, like you say, I think that could be a dividing decision.
2: I mean, Apex has been doing that for a while. It's just introduced its third map now. With um, I'm forgetting the name of it actually. But the, so the on Apex, maps, can
1: you can play as on Apex? You can play on the old map still.
2: So Apex do they've been doing this since the second map was introduced? They do a rotation where it's basically like, you can see it's a playlist and it's going to be this X map for the next 55 minutes. I think it's like an hour rotation and then when it goes over it go to the other one, but it only rotates two at a time. So I think right now it's rotating between map two and three rather than the first, mm-hmm. so I think the first one's out, and I'm not sure if that's for like story reasons, because there is like a story thing about it, but the the map stuff is what, like if, if COD, if Warzone made a new map uh. I think that's the kind of stuff that I would go back for, rather than the the wee changes, because that was like the thing that I didn't like about, uh, blackout, because they were like, oh, here's this wee underground western bit, and now here's this uh, boat in the side, and that just didn't really interest me enough to to keep coming back. Whereas if if you made a whole new map, I would I would be playing the shit out of that just to try and learn the layout. I think that kind of stuff really interests me. But in terms of like moving forward for like the cod as a franchise i think it's quite hard to to pin it down because there's only for the game it kind of found its rhythm so so long ago Mm -hmm. and it's hard to see how they could progress it in any way because it's just like people come for run and gun experience small maps tight combat and they've had that for a while so what do you what do you do how do you make it worth coming back for a new game whereas like something like battlefield i think has very obvious ways it can move forward when you think of next gen tech because they're all about you know they had like a skyscraper collapsing in the middle of a map in previous previous installations and and just the the tech behind that the size of the games that's where i could see something like that grown rather than gameplay wise whereas college is kind of Duty's kinda all about j- just the gameplay like that's how it defined each new entry and it's kind of i don't know if you would see an end to call of duty but i think there's a point where they'll be like well what, what do we do now because we've, we've done zipping about, we've done sci-fi stuff, we've done, we went back to Boots on the Ground, we've went back to arcade, so like how can they keep moving forward where like whatever comes out next year or the year after that, you're going to want to go back and see a difference with the money that you're paying. I think, so I think it's quite awkward for them, a bit of an awkward position. Yeah,
0: I think it is going to get to a point where whatever title it might be, where we get to it, it will be that title for a long time, and they're probably going to halt the, like, development schedule for a good few years did Battlefield do the same? Like they were on like yeah. a two year thing and then they thought well we're just going to change it and leave it for a bit and then when we've got a new game we'll let you know
2: Yeah, I, they, they essentially delayed Battlefield 6 or whatever the new one's going to be for next gen because they're just like well we want a bit more development time for this if we're really going to change the game we want to wait for next gen so they've held off and I think it's supposed to be coming out next like Christmas time right, or like the end of next year um, yeah but who knows at this rate with all of the the <laughs> covid stuff so <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised if it got delayed yeah.
0: i feel like call of duty could benefit from that if it had that, that kind of two to three year, maybe even four year this like gap uh, I mean, really imagine, definitely. I, I
2: imagine the hype of coming like call <laughs> of duty is back after a three-year hiatus like folk would lose their mind
1: yeah they've got the potential to do that with if they do Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two? They just keep, you know, they start this franchise again. The way they've left it, there is potential to do that. To just kind of focus on, you know, rather than having these separate entities that makes up Call of Duty, like just try and focus on, you know, Call of Duty as one thing that comes out every couple of years, and have Warzone and multiplayer continuing on and just keep supporting it. It just, you know, follow follow the Overwatch model or the Apex model, just keep updating. Well, like people still play Overwatch. That game's like approaching four or five years old. And <laughs> people still play it because they like the gameplay. People enjoy the gameplay of Modern Warfare and Warzone. You just got to keep adding to it and give people a reason to play. It's like Warzone's the only game I've ever bought a skin for because I was like, oh, Jigsaw, I'll pay for that. I'll get run <laughs> a bit. And that's the only time a game's made me pay, like, managed to entice me to pay for a skin. So there's something to be said about that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think they could benefit from some time off.
0: I've always thought it's really odd, like, we've all just got Cold War, but, I, but by May time next year we're going to see a trailer for another game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've always thought that's really this odd hour. we you only get, like, a couple months to kind of settle into this title, and then we'll have a new one in October,
1: yeah. November next Aye. year.
2: They're mentally preparing for what comes next. <laughs> Well, yeah it's well, it's so yeah. odd
1: we we should have a new zombies map as well because i think the season's december something second week so i guess we'll get a new zombie map along with that because they'll be doing what well, you know which is cool you know it's nice to get three zombies maps i think that'll probably be the first time they've not had to pay yeah. for zombie maps because i hate
0: having i don't to buy, miss paying 11.99 yeah. for the map packs just for yeah, the one map yeah. that i actually want to play <laughs> but, I mean, uh, I, uh, yeah
2: that, that stuff is what that was the whole like the the second article i done for your your website was literally all about that because i despise the season pass stuff and i just for so long even when i actually had money to buy the stuff i was just like nah i'm not i'm not paying extra money for for this stuff like i don't see why i should after already shelling out whatever it would have been back then like 50 pound so yeah this stuff is just it's just way way better and it keeps you playing like like that's what i'm saying modern warfare is the, the most played cod i've had in years and that's because they ditched the season pass and they went for the battle pass and i even bought the season six maybe season five battle pass which i'd you know that was the same for season six of what's the other one called (laughs) i was just talking about apex yeah like that game season six and season five of cod roughly started around the same time they were the first games i'd ever bought extra dlc stuff for in terms of the battle pass just because it as well the way that that is uh kind of laid out is it encourages you to play more it's not just like Pay extra, and now here you have all this skin, all these skins and stuff. It's also well, you need to actually play the game to get it, so it gives you a bit of a challenge, and I enjoy that. Like I was, I was hooked on the Apex Battle Pass for ages. Like I was getting up the morning, like oh well, before I do anything, I need to do my daily challenges on Apex Legends. So I I just, I love stuff like that in comparison to the season pass model.
0: I think the worst thing about the kind of season pass and like map pack kind of thing was I rebought. Um, Advanced Warfare a couple of weeks back because it was like £3 in CX and I was just was curious to try it because I never had it on the PS4, I only had it on the PS3 and the Zombies mode on that, that was added after the fact. You have to pay for That's unreal. It's £11.99 for the first map pack and then you have to buy the rest of it or you can still, like, even five years after launch the season pass or whatever is like £33, which is a, which is a game in itself, <laughs> yeah. like, it's ludicrous. <laughs>
1: yes yeah, so one of the obvious things was i brought this up before was black ops 3 if you bought the season pass that zombies chronicle dlc was not included in the season pass it was another 30 pound which is insane saying that um i think i've said this before but i'd be really now that we've got this new engine we've seen what they've done with the zombies engine and that you know it's great i I'd, I'd be lying if i said you know if they came out as like here's a standalone game that's every zombies map ever reworked into this engine with the same gameplay I mean like, I'd probably pay full price for it just because I think this game engines the best zombies been maybe yeah. ever and it'd be so cool to see because black ops 3 when they redid their recent stuff like they, they added the spin on it that made it feel fresh and oh yeah that's you've got like 30 maps there that's enough I think to quantify saying you know here's a 60 pound game yeah for zombies fans because it's a huge area of people just like, like you're seeing some people play this just for zombies the youtube community is for it's huge and it's just i do feel bad for them in some respect that after one's cold wars cycle ends in a couple of months like their channels and their community just kind of dies and then there's nothing for them until treyarch are like oh we're back again we're going to try this again it's like you know <laughs> give them something to you know kind of stick with
0: yeah i, I agree i'd play the hell out of a so zombies game like if you have all the maps, and then I wouldn't even mind if they impl- wanted to implement more over time, like, if you mm. wanted to pay, like, like, £3 for a new map, like, that'd yeah. be perfectly fine.
2: I wonder if it's a case, though, if they're just sitting and going, well, the people that want to play zombies are buying the full game anyway, where, yeah. like... Yeah, you're probably right. You know, if if you're just going to buy the game for zombies at £20, £30, then, obviously, they're losing out in that 30 And now with the free... Now that they're adding free maps and stuff like that, like they're just going well people will just pay it anyway because i think it would be smart i think it seems like the logical way to go to just be like well it's three segregated experiences multiplayer campaign and zombies like that and now warzone as well mm-hmm. so you're splitting it up into all these different things which have their all of their own different fan bases so but i think it's just i think it's just a financial thing where they, they can especially now that you're, you're selling games for what 70, 70 quid in stores pound. now uh, so yeah I think, I think that's probably the reason it,
1: call of duty will struggle if next year they join in on this you know 70 pound i don't that will be a struggle i think for call of duty to justify a 70 pound title
2: yeah dependent well sometimes i think i think when you look at uh what's it called before modern warfare. I'm so bad remembering names. But it was
1: Black Ops four I think
2: was No no, no as in like uh, just Modern Warfare there. Oh like, right. if you if you look at that as a package before although Warzone became its own thing. Like I think when you see you've got campaign and the campaign was like I, I enjoyed it. Uh the multiplayer was pretty good. You had Spec Ops which to be honest I didn't really play all that much of. But like if you have all of these experiences available now with zombies and cold war i think like that is a lot more than some other games would play Mm -hmm. because i I think i suppose it just depends on what the player is looking for but if you compare it to something like uh the last of us part two you're paying the same price for something that only has one element that probably a lot of people are only going to play once and i'm not saying that's a bad thing because i love that game but to, to then look at call of duty which has all of these different experiences for you to have within the same price. I think sometimes that's pretty good. And I think, I do think a lot of people give it slack because was it Black Ops 4 that cut one of the things that didn't have a campaign? It was just multiplayer zombies. And then I suppose you had Blackout as well. But I think, I think it's a no bad package. Same thing when it comes to the the size, the size files. Like I know it's getting a bit ridiculous, but it's also like a really good looking game running, you know something that can have two hundred people playing in the same map. Uh, do they still do that now?
1: Yeah, but I don't know. But also, Spider-Man Miles Morales is forty gigabyte on my PS Five, and Cold War is a hundred <laughs> and like, that is not like I know Call of Duty Infinity is a bigger game, but the fact because I want to play Warzone and Cold War, that's half of my SSD is now gone. Yeah. To Call of Duty is a bit of a joke. And we know Activision can put the file size down because Sony keep talking about the fact that PS5 allows you to put your file size down because of just
0: the way it runs.
1: You don't uh. need these huge files. But they won't fucking do it.
0: <laughs> I swear to God, like I've said it before, I think they literally want it so that you have no space, so you purely have to play yeah. what 7 100%. Call percent It's
1: like that announcement of Red Dead 2 becoming like an online entity, uh, I was like, oh, like 130 your, gig. Yeah, but it's like, oh, it'd be cool if I could play out my PALs. I'm like, yeah, I don't have the space. Because I've got cod It's like okay, this this it's is the working.
2: First, the first time recently that I've ever had to delete any files because for the past couple of years since I got my uh, PS4 Pro, I um put a two terabyte hard drive in it. So I've always yeah, sort of had like, a ton of games installed. But now with the PS5, I don't have that anymore because I'm not sure. Well, the whole thing with the SSD, like it wouldn't work the same if I just put it in. I don't think, I, I'm, not, I'm not a tech guy when it comes to this, but I'm just going to assume it doesn't work and I'm not sure I quite have the, the same plug-in as I had for the PS4 because it's like something I actually put inside rather than just plug-in. Mm-hmm. So like, the other day, you know, I've been recording gameplay because I'm, I'm too lazy to hook it up to my Elgato the now. So I've been recording gameplay and it was like, yeah, you need to delete Stuff if you want to record any more. Listen, I was like, oh, so this is what it feels like. <laughs> like <laughs> I've, I've avoided that for so long, and the reality's setting in. So I'm, I'm looking to get through some games as quickly as I can, so I can start deleting them.
0: Yeah, as soon as the card campaign, I'm done with that. I'm uninstalling it because that takes yeah, a like that. 80 gig in itself. Oh, really? which is, well, that's what I'm thinking. Ridiculous. I might
1: just because I don't enjoy the multiplayer, and I'm done with the campaign. I guess I could just have this as a zombies machine but
0: they're, they're The weird. Things. is only um, seven gig as well. Oh, that's so fine. I'm sorry. Away it
1: goes. Away it goes. Bye.
0: <laughs> it's it's crazy how much space it takes up. But um, it's it's funny you bring up the storage as well because today Xbox have announced their um new storage like method that they're going to be using. It's two hundred pound for yeah, like the, a terabyte.
2: The, the Seagate thing in the in yeah. the back of it. It's a it's a cool idea and I think it's it's really sleek in it. It kind for some reason it reminds me of back in the three sixty days when you got that slick wireless router thing that you plugged in yeah. your Wi Fi. <laughs> so it kind of reminds <laughs> me of that, and I I was thinking that that's pretty cool, but the price is a bit. It's a bit hefty considering that you can buy, you know, a a terabyte, two terabyte of storage for less than a hundred pound. Although it's probably yeah. not the same thing, like I've seen again with technical stuff, I'm not good at. But uh, well, well that's the pricey. reason
0: at the minute with the PS Five why they haven't announced anything because. The, the actual slot to put the new storage like method in is really easy yeah. um you just take the white lid off the top and it's it's literally like putting a battery in something that's how easy it is but um they said they've not announced anything yet because there's no hard drives on the market that meet like the kind of processing speeds that they need yeah. so they're waiting to kind of develop it and then you can buy it but at the moment um you can still use an external hard drive but you can only play ps4 games on it. As opposed to PS5, yeah, which wait. it's it's use, it's it's kind of useful, but I, I'm the kind of guy that likes everything kind of in one place. Mm-hmm. So I like it yeah, when yeah, I put the two also... terabyte in the PS4, yeah. and it's just all on one thing. You also
1: don't get the speed like when because when I put like a PS4 game, I think I put Five Five Seven remake on the SSD initially just to give it a test. And although like, it looks the same graphically, the loading speeds I, I, are insanely different. I don't different. think
2: I could go back now. To yeah, like, it's difficult way, because the, the loading times are just. They're just too good. I don't know if this is going off Call of Duty, but to talk about games like, say, Open World, Spider-Man, or even, I suppose, Link it to Watch Dogs, it made me use it's making me use fast travel way more, because you would have that where it's, oh, it's a long there, I could use fast travel, but it's going to take 30-40 seconds to load. I'll just go. I'll just travel there myself. Whereas in mm-hmm. this now, it's like, click the button 2-3 seconds, you're back. So, it actually makes me use that a lot more, and I just find it Super impressive. Although it doesn't technically have the quick the PS Five. This is it doesn't have the the quick resume thing mm-hmm. feature that the Xbox Series X does It's so fast at turning the games on. Like I think yeah. I booted Spider Man remasters up in about. I was in the game in about ten seconds from like press next on the on like the the dashboard screen to start up the game. It's insanely fast. It really
1: does make a difference. i like, you know I won't go into you about the PS Five, but like I found myself just playing games more often because. Mm-hmm. There'll be times if I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, I've got half an hour free. Is it worth me going for? And, oh yeah, I know I'm being dramatic, you know, it, usually it's like a couple minutes to get into a game. Uh-huh. But the fact that it's like, I'm going to play Astro's Playroom and it'll be up within 20 seconds of me deciding I'm going to play a game, like that makes such a huge yeah. difference. Like It can't really be, it's hard to, it, it, you only really notice it, like you say, when you go back and play a PS4 game on an external or you go back to your PS4. Mm.
0: It's like how did we? How did we how live did, like this, gamers? Process. How did we do this? I, I think, think the first thing I did was install Red Dead Two, and it boots up like from menu, like from the dashboard to the game, in about thirty seconds. Oh,
1: Is wow. Red Dead Two worth downloading to see? Because i would never had a pro, so I'm curious like what the graphical differences are like.
0: It still looks I, the same. I, I don't mean, obviously, think there was it, a, an upgrade for that. Was okay. I? no not yet there's no patch because it still runs at 30 and it's still outputting just 1080p it right, looks okay. great it's a great looking game as we know but i do hope rockstar do a patch just to uncap it from 30 because I, I definitely think it could run 60 easily on
1: yeah PS there's five. so many games that can i think like final Fantasy 7 could easily do 60 i'd love that game would look yeah. stunning at 60
2: did did you see the rumor about the original red dead well red dead uh, redemption one getting remastered for the ps5 and xbox series x
1: yeah but i don't trust rockstar to do anything <laughs> we, we, we spoke about this a couple we when sterling's on we all get sad about how companies don't look after old games but <laughs> it's quite it's quite depressing but yeah
0: yeah rockstar's another tangent and just the constant Constant barrage of Grand Theft Auto Five since die. 2013. <laughs> I can't believe there was DLC for that the other day. I know,
1: it's and still it's going.
2: But you can buy it for PS5 now as well. So like, uh, if I get that, which I probably won't, I'll have played that, bought that over three generations, which yeah. is insane.
1: I don't even think it's a free upgrade for like. See the because the multi, I think oh, the online yeah. is a free entity, like they're doing with Red Dead. But to what I understand that campaign, you have to pay for that again.
2: Mm-hmm. That's Aye.
1: bullshit. Yeah, it's insane. I only, like, game three times if you count the PC copy as well.
2: See, it's just the thing, though. If people if people are willing to pay for it, they'll just be like, oh, well, I'll let you pay for it. Because if yeah, the I'm the problem. Di- <laughs> if if <laughs> the numbers were dipping, then they would say, well, maybe we'll, we'll give this for free and that introduces new players, but they don't need to introduce new players because folk are going crazy for this shit seven years down the line. So... I mean I'll do the same. I, I might do the same. I don't know. I feel like I'm talking myself <laughs> into it already.
0: You just need to have that logical conversation with yourself just to ease yourself into that decision
2: first. Yeah, I'll I'll do it. I just yeah. I just need one good trailer. I'm so bad. See for trailers. I'll see one cool <laughs> trailer that gives me a wee bit of a goosebump and I'll just be I I'm sold I'm getting it. it just I just takes- that, that has happened to me for films, film trailers that I have seen and I didn't like. This, this is why I don't I'm watch like- trailers. <laughs> I was like that movie wasn't that good but that trailer was good it's purchased
0: (laughs) they could release like two seconds of John Marston that's on his horse remastered on PS5 like yeah I'm buying it I'm having it it.
2: that would do it for me I feel
0: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I think uh, even though we've deviated a little bit in typical playcast fashion yep uh, let's wrap up on Cold War what are his final thoughts on that at the moment it's still an ongoing game because it's just come out and there's content Mm -hmm. to be released but where are we standing on it it's it's,
1: it's hard you <laughs> know i kind of we started the conversation that it's it's call of duty if you were on board before mm-hmm. you're probably on board again if it again but that's the, the problem which is probably good it's good that they did have a beta because if you weren't into the beta chances are you're not going to really be into this like, i have a cup of it they're just not into this kind of like super fast-paced gameplay style which is fine but if you are into it and you think well I think if you have if you're one of those people that don't play the campaign I think don't ignore it give it a go you you might find that you do enjoy it especially it's a good way to kind of test out the haptics as well to get a good feel for them Um, yeah it's like it's hard to at the end of the day it's Call of Duty you should probably know what to expect at this point Um, if yeah. you're still in a war zone I can't, I, can't, I can't justify if you're if you're still fully in on war zone like I am i don't think this is going to be enough to drag you away from it um even like shout out to my dad he plays a lot of warzone and he pre-ordered this and he plays it but i've noticed just kind of walking past his computer he's still playing mostly warzone <laughs> um that's kind of taking it. his it, attention. he's not really into zombies and he likes the camp he really like, enjoyed the campaign and stuff so it, it is weird activision have put themselves in a strange situation so i think it's, it's going to be, it's, hard, it's a hard one to recommend but it's also a hard one not to recommend because the end of the day it's the same Call of Duty we've had for a while now
2: I think at the end of the day for me it's going to depend on how they, they keep players coming back because that was so much the importance of, of um, Modern Warfare and I think the placement, Warzone's going to be it's going to be a hard hit to them not having that Warzone bombshell that they had last year because to me You know, I was really enjoying Modern Warfare and I felt like Warzone just came at the perfect time, obviously being at the start of lockdown as well, it came at the perfect time for me to be like, holy shit, Call of Duty are doing Battle Royale, like I'm fully on board for this and it's kept me playing it, like to this day I'll still keep going back to that game because it's such a good, fun, social experience with your mates, so it'll really depend on how they keep it alive going forward in this next year and I'm not sure... If it quite has the same like staying power without Warzone, now that Warzone's just like its own thing separate from this, so I don't really know. Se- uh, additionally, though, like a lot of my friends ha- actually haven't got Cold War yet, and I think it's because of that awkward I know you get like the cross gen bundle, but I feel like it's an awkward well, I might as well just wait till I've got the PS5 whenever that may be. or the- It's like, also CD6. worth noting
1: that cross gen bundle is not a free upgrade, it's like an extra tenner
2: yeah i i I paid for that one and it was it's 15 Me too. pound 15 pound on top it's actually though surprisingly cheaper though than like if you go into the shops it's 70 pound but for the for once in the entire history of gaming <laughs> the playstation store is cheaper for a full price game. god <laughs> uh, so that was a major surprise if anyone is listening and buying that cross-gen thing and buying it on ps5 a bit of a warning about the whole ps4 download thing have you heard about this where essentially uh, uh, yeah i did default, that to me oh i did it like by default it just downloads the ps4 and for a lot of people i think they've maybe rectified this now but for a lot of people they were having to basically factory reset the console to then yeah. be able to to re-download it in ps5
1: no i think that is uh, not i won't go on a tangent to be brief but when i first started up call of duty because it downloaded super quick when i first got my ps5 and i went to the wheel because i knew about this already and i was like okay it's download the ps4 one. i'll click the ps5 one and yeah, it, and, it, yeah and it made out to me that it done it so i clicked on the game and the ps4 like almost i thought it had bricked i just couldn't <laughs> do anything on it so which is it's annoying that hopefully that has been there's a whole area of playstation 5 issues that need to be ironed out and that hopefully there was a firmware update today but in typical sony fashion it just says system stability fixes so yeah, it's
2: like they never <laughs> go into detail about what they actually are sorting
1: <laughs> no so who knows can you go in rest mode maybe find out seen
2: things about this i've been going in rest mode the entire time i've
1: still not done it because i've been too scared
2: i've still not done it <laughs> <laughs> what? i've not even heard like i saw um the sterling was it who was on this uh who's usually on this he was posting something about putting it on rest mode and i actually didn't hear anything about it what was happening i think you, from sure. what i've seen
0: it stems mostly from spider-man if i'm not yeah, mistaken which I people think been, patched. yeah people have been playing that and then like suspending the game and then putting the psr and rest mode whatever and then coming back to it and it just completely like either bricks the console or oh, really? makes you have to reset it
2: see the issue i had was having to i installed demon souls played about three hours of it and then I played something else and then I went and I put the disc back in and it was like, yeah, you need to install this game and it reinstalled it like I'd never played it before. And that <laughs> has happened for Assassin's Creed three times now. Uh, Miles Morales. I've not had that once. yet, took short. So basically all my disc things, like disc games were just, I was having to reinstall multiple times for whatever reason. It was just like, nah, they're not there even though it went through the whole download process. But it seems to, it seems to have sorted itself out. Again, not yeah. to talk about PS5 too much, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, just wrapping up on Call
0: War myself. Um, like I, I, I've said enough about zombies. Like it's great if if you want to play zombies, it's fantastic. Get stuck back into it. The gameplay outside the campaign, like the multiplayer, remains to be seen. I question the longevity because I, I just think Warzone and and the modern warfare kind of side of it hit the nail on the head because they got lucky in a sense that. Even though COVID thing's terrible, they got lucky with the kind of timing of it because everybody was at home, mm-hmm. and that was like the biggest thing to drop at the time. So they really got like lucky that they got the audience there at the time. And now obviously it's stuck. Cold War doesn't have that benefit at the moment, so I'm I'm curious to see whether it'll have that that same lifespan. But it remains to be seen.
2: Yeah. Well. The future holds the truth. Um, I'm excited to see <laughs> <laughs> what's in store for this Call of Duty.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh, but before we go, uh, as always, we always shout out our lovely uh, Only God subscribes to your Patreons. Uh, and those are Chris Wilson, Let There Be Like Productions, Zoe Baines, Daryl Griffiths, Sam Luck, Ola Smith. Peter Hodgkins, Adi Meakin, Fabiona Rosas, Hamish Calvert, and Martin Richmond. We really appreciate your support. Legends. What about Absol- absolute legends? <laughs> <laughs> they definitely would be on our squad on Warzone. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Uh, before we go as well, is there anything you guys would like to
2: plug? Anything you'd like to shout out before you go? Um. Uh, I suppose I'm so sort of like... Not prepared for these kind of things uh I mean, I have a podcast, I suppose it's actually taken a break this week, which is a bad week to plug it uh, just because <laughs> i've been super super busy but um I host a film podcast called the Film Aspect very unique uh with me and my mate Brian talk about films we're both I, I hate to say it, but film scholars in many ways uh, but he's very <laughs> into the practical side of it and i'm the i'm like the the behind the scenes like what goes into the writing and all that kind of stuff so i'm way more into mm. that stuff so it makes for some interesting conversations but what made coming on this podcast so special is that he hates video games and i <laughs> go on a tangent with video games so much and he's just like yeah whatever man and i'm just like you need to be, you need to i needed uh, this like vent just to talk about games even though they're ones that i'm not entirely euphoric towards but i still enjoy it anyway um I think i've got I've got some videos on the BBC the social if you want to t- check them out if you go into the contributors page on BBC Social because I've got Double A AA for Aiden and the Top guy, <laughs> which is very very <laughs> handy. um I should have a review out by the time this comes out. I believe I'll be doing my first ever review for BBC, which is very Ooh. exciting but very stressful because playing a thirty hour game and then doing a review for it within the span of like three or four days is super, super stressful. So as soon as I go away from this, I'm going back to that game <laughs> to play, <laughs> to play it for the next ten hours, which is gonna be it's more tiring than you would think playing a game from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep, but that's that's the reality I'm living in now. But yeah, that's about that's about all I've got to plug, I suppose.
1: Um, not got hugely exciting things to plug. I also have a podcast which is called The Pick a Film Podcast, which is definitely far less professional than this and any other one that <laughs> is like shit post the podcast but it's just we, we're gonna just we just kinda talk about we we pick a film each week and we end up somehow I d I can't even explain. We always try we have a weird thing, we try and like i like I like Deadpool but I really hate Deadpool too. I'm not gonna go into it so we try to like no matter what film we watch, try and imagine what it would end like if Deadpool was in it. It's <laughs> ho- it's horrible. But other than that, uh I've caught co- the my COD review will probably be out in the coming days and i'm also working on my playstation 5 review which is probably going to take some time cuz there's a lot to talk about and it's just kind of ongoing beast and, and, and i it's still can't crashing. yeah i still can't it's like i mentioned this review i still can't actually believe that it's sitting next to me it's quite surreal that the thing even <laughs> exists just from like how excited i was for
0: it it's um, such a huge console.
1: Yeah, oh my God. It's, God it's you, no matter, I watched so many videos. No matter, even when Jeff had it first, he was like, "This thing's huge." I was like it can't be that big. <laughs> it's like it's bigger than my computer. Like when you stand it up the way, but I love it. It's very, it's very quiet apart from the, yes, simply. you know, the disc tray, which is. i saying like, I, I don't want to give the wrong impression. Like, it's not silent. Like, there's definitely a noise that comes from it, but it's not Boeing three four seven. Like, mm-hmm. it's you're playing your game, you won't hear it that's what matters, because yeah. I, I know people are like, oh, it's, some YouTuber's like, whisper it, you know, you he can't hear it, it's like, let's not talk shit it's here. A yeah, it's your mouse! It's <laughs> like, come on, it makes a noise, every piece of technology makes a noise, the switch makes a noise. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that'll be coming out, and then, yeah, that's pretty much it, so just keep an eye on that. Um, I do m- film reviews as well for Clapper, but um, i have not against, m- I watched like 40 films last month, and now that the wow. PlayStation 5 came out, I watched 5 this <laughs> month, which I hate myself for, because I set myself the challenge to try and watch like as many films as there are days in the year because i like i want to need to get those letterbox numbers up that uh. i watched like <laughs> mamma mia one and two last week was like the most adventurous kind of thing i've done this month but <laughs> yeah just keep an eye on the on the twitter page follow me on twitter for memes i keep posting warzone clips because the i don't know you probably think this as well the share function on the ps5 is amazing it's, yeah, it's so, so fast and now i'm gonna just share Everything.
2: Yeah, that's why <laughs> I've not bothered using my my Elgato just because it's so it's so quick. handy. See, especially going back where you go fifteen thirty five yep. fifteen, you know, like all these little selections. It's just so so good, so yeah. seamless as well.
1: But yeah, that's that's my spiel done.
2: Can can I interject <laughs> with one last thing that I also forgot to mention? Is Uh-oh. that I've done a little audio documentary podcasty thing, which I very um. I don't know if it's a bit too, like, of myself or whatever, but I called it Talking Games with Bane. Just because I was like, if I've got a second name like Bane, I might as well use it. I quite like my second name. <laughs> um, yeah, but that was, I got a bunch of uh, friends and games journalists and stuff like that to talk about uh, the eighth generation of consoles, which was the previous one, and just say, like, what they liked about it and what, you know... The anticipation going into it and their favorite memories and all and what it meant to them so that was really fun to edit and i'm also working on a second one which will be about the last of Us part two for its six months release hopefully oh. if all goes well who knows with them at a time i'm spending playing games on the ps5 because i've literally my productivity as soon as i got <laughs> the ps5 it went way way down so um yeah there's also that if you want to check that out sweet awesome
0: uh i i ain't really got much to plug uh this Playcast, uh, as always. Thank you so much for visiting everyone. It really, really really appreciate it. Um, the magazine as well is out in January. We're kind of working See, hard at the minute on it's that. It's going to be awesome. So, so much good content. Like, ugh, I don't want to like, spoil it, but there's so many great pieces going into that, and we've got a great game of the year section as well, and all sorts of cool stuff coming in. The next couple of weeks is pretty stacked as well for content. That's why I have had to kind of double dip on some days, just because it, it needs to get out there. <laughs> But uh, yeah, just thank you so much for the support and uh, it's, it's been a pleasure as always having you guys on. Thank you very much. It's been a, him, usual, yeah. been a riot as usual. No Hagrid this time, thankfully. Yeah, no PS1 Hagrid this time. But Maybe yeah. next time. Yeah, he'll be back. He'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for listening, everyone, and we'll catch you on the next one. But in the meantime, stay safe. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye. <laughs>